All right, guys, welcome back uh, for part two of It's About to Go Down. Very excited for you guys to listen to part two. This episode features Nico Crow and Jet the Third. Very two awesome people that I had the pleasure of interviewing. Um, without further ado, here's Nico and here's Jet. All right, what's up, guys? We are here at the studio, joined by Mr. Nico Crow. Please, everybody, give a round of applause to Mr. Nico. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Inside the North Side the podcast. Appreciate you having me. <laughs> so, Nico, uh, when did you start your your whole musical career? Uh, I don't know the exact year. I was like fourteen. Okay. Yeah, and I just I don't know exactly what it was. But I like I wish I remembered because it'd make for like building the story much better. But I just remember I somehow ended up on a video of some dude making beats in FL Studio on YouTube. Okay. And I was just like, oh, I want to do that. So I like I don't know how I fa- figured it out, but I pirated FL. No, I had the demo first of FL Studio before I learned how to pirate it. Okay. So I was just like making beats on that, and that's how I started. And then, so I started making beats first, and then I started rapping like six months later. Okay, dope, dope. So, uh, growing up. Who were your, I guess, musical inspirations? Or, I mean, before you got into music, like, yeah. like who were you, like, listening to at the time when you were younger and stuff like that that got you, like, inspired to, like, hey, I kind of want to do this, you know? Okay. Um, so, like, when I was growing up, it was a lot of, like, Neo Soul. That's when that was, like, the biggest thing on the radio because it was just me and my mom. So, that's what, she, so I basically listened to whatever she played. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, a lot of, like, Erica Badu, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, uh, D'Angelo, Music Soul Child, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ushers, Usher with Confessions, stuff like that. And then 97.9, so it was just like all the Houston rappers, like Mike Jones, Zero, stuff like that. Okay. And okay. then a little bit later, I got, because um, like right before I started making music, I was hella into rock band, like the video game. Mm-hmm. So like that's how, I think that might be part of the reason why I wanted to make music as well. Because I was like hella into playing the drums, like I would just do that for hours when I finally got it. And yeah, so it was a lot of like, I think my favorite songs on there were like Reptilia by the Strokes, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Very indie stuff like that. Yeah. I still love that shit. Too. Dude, it, it, I had a little segment a couple, maybe a couple months ago, maybe last season, where I had, I talked for like 30 minutes about Rock Band versus Guitar Hero. Bro, <laughs> rock Band is so much better, dog. I, it, it was. And I, I didn't really appreciate it until like I got in an actual rock band. And I was like, okay, well, this is hella fucking hard. <laughs> this is not like fucking playing yeah. red, green, blue, yellow, or you know stuff like that. But dude, rock band was great. Uh, I I had all of them. I had the first one. I had the Beatles one. I had Green oh. Day. So I I was like involved in it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think rock band is hella better than Guitar Hero. Bro, Way better than Guitar. Fun Hero. fact. So I got like a two three hundred dollar drum set. I forgot. This might have been like my ninth grade year maybe sophomore year high school but uh the way i learned how to play was i would go on youtube and you know how people used to post their like rock band clips or whatnot Mm -hmm. i was really on like i really love the beatles rock band because you just mentioned it that's what reminded me um so i would go to like get back hard or expert Mm -hmm. uh rock band drums and i knew what the colors meant on the um the little rock band screen so that's how i would like coordinated and like i would just like sight read i guess and that's how i started learning how to play drums wow that was like pretty fun that's pretty dope dude. that's how i got into the beatles actually was through like playing the songs okay okay 
And you still currently listen to the Beatles? Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. So, what are your favorite Beatles songs? I mean, you know, I mean, you can't really name a top five, but like, yeah, you could throw some out there. Uh, well, my guitar gently weeps is probably my favorite with George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, Here comes the sun. Uh, I am the walrus. What's that song? It's the one, Michelle, that like Drake and Masego just sampled and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. Uh, what are some other ones? When I heard that, uh, that. From from Certified Lover Boy, mm-hmm. when I heard I love you, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like bro. no, he didn't. Yeah. He did not sample Michelle from the <laughs> Beatles. I would, and I was I was talking to my girlfriend, and I was I was like, what the? F-? She was like, what? And I was like, he just sampled the Beatles. Tell me about it. <laughs> it's such a yeah, it's such a cool like. That's why I love sampling too, because like if you know where stuff is from, because stuff is so obscure nowadays. But like if you know where it's from, it just makes it that more like exhilarating when you like hear it just like randomly pop up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Beatles are my favorite group too. Uh, oh, they're your favorite? One of my favorites. Oh, okay. One of my favorites. So, um, really helped me listen to the Beatles, really helped me like with my guitar and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. I, I learned my musical abilities through the Beatles because, I mean, it, it's they're really simple songs. Yeah. But until like a certain point, it started getting a little more difficult and more difficult. And it was like, okay, fuck. It's like, <laughs> now I got to catch up, you know, like yeah. with the game and stuff like that. But yeah, the, um, I like all the Beatles, but I really connect more to George Harrison. I like see like I I don't know a lot about him as a person, him or Ringo really, just because they're just not documented as much, and I haven't done my due diligence in, like going back and studying them as people. Mm-hmm. But like like I just said, why my guitar gently weeps, and here comes the sun. Those are both George Harrison written Beatles songs, and the fact that those are my two favorite, I feel like I need to like actually go back. Dude, his story is crazy too, and I only learned it from Family Guy about like how he like. He had cancer, beat it, and then he got robbed and beaten. Mm-hmm. Just, and then, like, right after that, they think the stress is what brought his cancer back and killed him because he died of, like, breath. Yeah, like, he's, yeah, he's had a weird, yeah, very weird, uh, like, I guess, life. I mean, yeah. growing up being one of the youngest Beatles in the group, couldn't really do anything. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of thought he was a, not a joke, but, like, they were like, oh, it's okay, you don't have to write. And then yeah. he just was like... I'm fuck you. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show you what I can do. And yeah, bro. Just fucking was one of the greatest songwriters ever. Ever came up. You know, had a really good, strong career, and sadly he passed away like what twenty years ago. I mean, in yeah. one. Um, but yeah, dude, I really connect with Harrison. He's just really like the quiet, soft type. And but he's like, I got shit. Yeah, I got saying, shit. What is like his, his catalog <laughs> speaks for himself. There's some solo George Harrison song. I think it's like a black and white album cover. It just came up on my shelf when I was just like going through like old. I think it was like 70s, 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew the name. It's in one of my Spotify playlists, one of the thousands of songs. <laughs> so I'm not going to like look for it right now. But yeah, it's so good. I wish I knew the name of it off the top. So you started your musical career when you were 14. So do you remember yeah. the first song that you that you recorded? First, like, recorded as a rapper? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a funny story. It's not really that funny. But do you know who Kyle is? Yes. The rapper Kyle did, like, I Spy. So before, like, he used to go by his name KID, and he would post himself rapping over YouTube. Like, like he would do, like, YouTube covers of popular songs of the week or whatnot. So I saw one of those, and it was over headlines. And, like, like no disrespect to him, but I was just like, yeah, I feel like I can do that. And, like, so, like, because I had already been making beats for a while, so I was like, I feel like I can do that. And that's when Take Care was, like, still kind of new. So I think the first thing I wrote was over... Uh, over my dead body by Drake, and I just recorded that. Like I remember, like I still have the mic too. It was a Samson C on one U. It was like a little USB mic. 
I stayed up till like 12 a.m. on like a school night and I got it off eBay. Like I was just like, I kept up bidding the person and like it was only by like whatever the minimum bid you could do on eBay was. I think I finally got it for like $30, $40. Okay. Night. Yeah, so that and then I stole Adobe Audition. Yeah, um, yeah I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> That's just like a reoccurring thing. But yeah, I did that and then so I was like recording all my stuff in Adobe Audition off the like USB mic and I would like tie it around the closet. Mm hmm. Little bent or the little pole that you hang your clothes off of, I would hang it from that. Cause I, for whatever reason, I thought it just had to like hang up just from all the like TV shows you watch, like Hustle and Flow and shit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was like hanging down. And I would record in the closet. Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's, uh, <laughs> that's usually the best place to record. That's what I I have podcaster friends who are like, yeah, dude, I record in my closet. And I was like, how big is your closet, bro? It's not that, it's not that big. It's not that. It's not that big, <laughs> yeah. you know. But for me, I was like, I was like, nah, fuck it. I was like, I, I have to. I don't have to be in a bigger place, but yeah. it's good to have space. You Not know, yet. like right now it's kind of echoey. I mean, of course you can see, no, I mean, we don't have any viewers, but you see the paneling on yeah, my wall. Yeah. It's just like halfway. It's like not even, but it's like, okay, look, if I, I, I want to be serious about the sound. I want to be more compressed. Let me put this up. So little yeah. by little, I'm just going to start putting it up so I can have more of a compressed sound. So yeah. that's why I bought these condenser mics, but it still bounces off the wall. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, I got to, I got to. I gotta uh, tighten up my sound. Yeah, I tighten mean, up, you know, yeah, you can always nitpick stuff like that as long as the content's good. That's what I really like exactly. told myself. It's just like it doesn't really matter as long as the content's good, people will listen. Yeah. So when when was your first show? Do you remember your first show that you did? Bro, I remember my first show actually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was senior year of high school. It was on a Friday. I just remember my seventh period was pre calculus. Okay. And like I was just like, bro, I'm fucking ready. I'm fucking ready. It was at Super Happy Funland. Do you know where that? You That's know where literally that down the street yeah, right here. Right yeah, there. yeah. It was at Super Happy Funland. I forgot who else was on the bill, but yeah, it was me and my group at the time, and we like did some like joint songs, and I think I did like one solo song. Yeah, like, and in retrospect, I feel like only half the people there actually gave a fuck and were even paying attention. Everybody else was probably talking, but it was just like that's when I realized I actually enjoyed performing, and it's like weird, like because even still to this day, there's like this switch that I have. So, like, I'll be, it's not, like, nervous, like, oh, I'm going to fuck up. But it's just, like, bro, 30 minutes before I go on, I'm in the bathroom or, like, I'm by myself. And I'm just going over the lyrics, like, I'm not going to fuck this up. And just, like, I feel the, like, the butterflies in my stomach mm -hmm. as, I don't know what it is, as soon as the microphone is in my hand, it's gone. Like, and it's just, like, all right, this is what we're doing. And, like, so, I don't know, like. Even, like, since that, my first show, like, I was never, like, oh, fuck, I'm afraid. What if I mess up? Like. It's just been, I don't know, I guess, natural. Once I'm, like, actually on a stage, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I, for me, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever gotten butterflies or even, like, nervous. I mm -hmm. think I was just always just like, okay, well, I'm just going to go up here. And yeah. if I fuck up, I fuck up. I mean, nobody's gonna, really going to fucking care anyways. Like, my f the first show I did, I played at, I think it was an open, no. Yeah, it was an open mic at Fitzgerald's when Fitzgerald's was still here. Mm -hmm. I wish I could have went Oh man, <laughs> you could you like I said it's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, I see if I can show you after. Um, it was it's very bad. It's very bad. <laughs> I think I talked about it on another episode that I did. But yeah, I mean, I I wasn't nervous, but I did fuck up. Like shit wasn't <laughs> going tech, uh, technical wise, and like the amp wouldn't work. And this, and I'm like, I was like, damn it! I was like, I'm ready, but everything's not going the way I planned it. Yeah. But it ultimately, it kind of worked out and, and shit like that. But I, I don't think I've ever been nervous. I have been high, and I did, that did make me nervous one time. So 
Uh, I told this before uh, with Rocky, or was it Mark? Um, I played this show in like Old Town Spring behind this weird house that was abandoned, and it was a beer garden. So me, some of the other guys that I was in this group in, and the white guy that was uh, owned it, we all got high. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. I'm going to be chill and this and this and that. And uh, ultimately when it came for us to play, dude, the, I'm not joking. The, uh, the stage was this small as this table. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you, and you were with the band or was it just you? It was the band. So the it was me, the, me, the guitar player, another guitar player, the lead singer, the drummer, and the bass player. So I'm right here. The lead singer's right here. The drummer's on the floor. The bass player's like, okay, I was going to ask side. where the drummer was. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> but yeah, I got high and I don't even remember playing. I remember like looking at my hand. You know, like in movies where like that one thing is like, uh, like everything else is blurred out except that one thing. Yeah. That's how it was. And like I just. I, me trying to remember that's how it was it's like that singular my guitar was the only thing I could see everything else was blurry <laughs> and like I told the lead singer I'm like dude I'm high <laughs> and he was like oh, we all are I was like no I'm high <laughs> so we got done and I was like how was it he was like you were good you didn't, you, you kind of messed up here and there I was like oh. I was like, I guess so. And then, like, that whole night, I just started laughing. I was just <laughs> giggling the whole fucking night. <laughs> but to tie it back, um, I mean, you know, I, some people still get kind of like, it's kind of like that eight-mile moment, I guess, you yeah. had, where you're just like, uh, uh, and then once you get up there, all goes away. Yeah. So that's dope. That's dope. Uh, what happened to Super Happy Fun Lane? Because it feels like nobody goes there anymore. Bro, I th it's still... Because I just... Because I showed my girlfriend, like, a couple months ago. And I think they're still doing stuff there. I just... Yeah, it used to be... I used to see so much shit happen there, like, often. Just, like, from flyers and whatnot. But, yeah, I don't think anybody used it I guess anymore. after COVID, it was just, like... You know, they really want to, yeah. I guess, go back to it. Because, like, every time I would come around this area... Because I, 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 didn't, I didn't live in this area before. I just moved in this area about a year ago. I used to live off of 45 and Parker over there, kind of close to... Independence Heights and okay. you know North Side Town. So when I would come over here, like I always had buddies were like, "Hey, we're gonna play at Super Happy Fun Land." I was like, "Okay, you know, <laughs> you know." I never went, but uh, I always heard it was a pretty cool venue and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I don't, I don't see it open that much anymore. Yeah, so. it's definitely like an odd space. It's very unique. <laughs> so with your music, did you have a new song that came out right just recently? Uh, yeah, it was like I don't remember, like tenth of January, something like that. What does it take? Today is the 6th of April. Uh, it's with Jordan, right? Jordan. Oh, Stone. yeah. Okay, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's her song. I'm featured on it. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. So, uh, like I talked to, like I asked Mark and I asked Rocky, when people listen to your music, who do they kind of compare you to? Uh, bro, I've gotten so many different, It because it depends on which song they hear. So, like... Just because my voice is a little bit deeper and, like, scratchy, mm -hmm. I get Mick Jenkins a lot. But they say I sound like him. I don't really – I don't think I rap like him that much anymore. Um, bro, the weirdest shit – I've gotten Ty Dolla Sign before. Like, when I do melodic stuff and mm -hmm. I don't get why, I don't think I sound – because he can <laughs> sing, like, for real, and yes. I cannot. <laughs> so – but maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the texture of my voice. Maybe I don't. So. You never I don't agree. Like, yeah, I feel like that's – yeah, that's a slight to him. Yeah, because I'm not nearly that good. I heard, uh, I didn't get to go see him when I went to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans, but 
I could hear him, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, like, like he can sing fucking, for He real. sings really good. And I can see why Kanye uses him a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, he does he does his own thing, but Kanye does use him a lot. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, you, with your new music and all that, what's the inspiration behind? Do you have, like a, like, a certain style you're going for with, like, the new music that you're coming out with? Or is it yeah. kind of just the same old, I guess, what you've been doing lately? Or is it something new? It's like... So... It took me a while to kind of figure out, because, like, just, like, quick, like, I guess, timeline. Music was just changing. So, so I graduated high school in 2015. Okay. And, like, the next year, like, everybody uses uses this as, like, a time marker, that XXL freshman class with, like, Yachty and Uzi and all that stuff. Like, I just didn't make music like that. I was more into, like, the Mick Jenkins, like I said. I don't know if you know who, like, Alex Wiley, Saba, like, Chance the Rapper. Yes, like, yes. Gambino type of stuff. Uh, and then there was like no limit to, or no label to like Migos and stuff like that but like the stuff I was actively trying to make mm-hmm. was uh, what I already said so it was just like weird it seemed like cause those were the people that were like kind of blowing up on like YouTube and then it just took a hard left to like Yachty Uzi like 21 Savage and like yeah. I obviously don't make anything like that so it was just kind of weird trying to be like okay how, how the fuck do I do what I was already doing like what I want to do and like kind of bring that in. So that's when I started experimenting with autos, you know, a lot more and like trying to find. And that's when I realized I actually enjoy because I already knew I kind of like I already love pop music and I still do. Mm-hmm. And just like stuff that's not supposed to be taken so seriously because it gets kind of tiring trying to like rap about something all the time. Because back in the day when you only had to drop like an album every two years or whatnot, like you can take the time to like come up. You can come up with like 12 to 14 concepts. But when people want a song every other month and you have to stay relevant, it's like very draining to try to think of something and make something up quick. So that's one. That's like how I kind of started going down this route where I'm on now, just to answer your question. So it's like I'm trying to do what I've been doing where it's like very serious, but not trying to do that all the time. And like for whatever reason, when I get very serious, it's kind of depressing and sad just because that's just the easiest stuff to write about for me. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. So trying to also make shit happier and like, Cause bro, nobody wants to listen to that shit all the time. <laughs> like it's depressing to make, it's depressing to listen to, and like especially at this stage, but like you have to go do shows and perform in front of people. It's like it's not entertaining for a crowd to see you do that all the time. That's so true. it's like I'm trying to make stuff that's what people want to listen to when they're just like chilling with their friends. Stuff that's entertaining, like you can jump around to at a show, but like also still like have my little messages and sprinkles in those songs, and then I have like an album. Like in terms of like an album like the content like the meat and potatoes of it was to be still be like the more thought out developed stuff but yeah okay okay I like that I like that I like Chance I like Gambino I think Gambino's one of the one of the top fucking rappers out there and stuff like that too fucking sucks I didn't get to see him in 2018 he was supposed to be headlining <laughs> um, at Voodoo Fest and uh, that's when he had broke his I think his leg or something like oh, that oh yeah, yeah yeah so he couldn't do it so Funny enough, Travis Scott filled in for him. <laughs> so we really kind of like saw, I guess, not really saw Astroworld, but we got like a piece of it, like before yeah. it really blew up, blew mm-hmm. up. And it was pretty cool. It was kind of a little emotional, I guess, because it's like, I mean, being from Houston, you know, Astroworld's a big part of our, you know, childhood and stuff of like course. that, you know. So, but that was my first time ever seeing Travis. So okay. I was like, all right, dope, dope, dope. I mean, he. The autotune was kind of too much, but it was like, okay, hey, I mean, that's what he does. So after that, I was just like, wow, you know, it was, uh, 
it was cool, but I was like, man, I wish I would have seen Gambino before he, yeah. I guess, quote unquote, retired from music and stuff like I that. I think he's, so. he's still making music. I just, hell, if anybody knows if he's dropping anything again. Because I know he's more focused on Atlanta, so. Yeah. Which I, I'm pretty excited for the new season. It's already out. You yeah. Watched it? Oh, have you watched I haven't, it? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it. I, uh, it's, it's on Hulu, but like yeah. the way things work in my house, <laughs> Hulu's not connected to that TV, so I have to go to my, my, my bedroom and watch mm-hmm. it there. And I'm like, fuck, it's like not on my phone. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I mean, uh, so what do you listen to? Well, this is a, a segment that I have. You know, later on in the show, but like, what do you listen to? I guess like, to like get you pumped up. Like, when you are going to be in that creative state, what is like a group or uh, a person you listen to that kind of gets you like motivated? So, like, in terms of just like wanting to go out and like make something, just like yeah, yeah, that or just kind of like when you're in the studio and you don't have anything mm-hmm. and you want to get inspired. Uh, it's there's not like any one person. I have a playlist on my phone and like it's. It's called mood board, so it's like essentially what a mood board is for like visual artists, but it's just songs that's like, damn, the whatever instrument this is, I just want to make something with that instrument. Mm-hmm. So like, just like in terms of people that are on it, uh, Kanye obviously. Uh, I don't know if you know who Yeek is. Y e e k. He's no. he's a Filipino artist from Naples, Florida. I think. Yeah, I think it's Naples, bro. He's so fucking hard. It's kind of like Dominic Fike esque stuff. Okay. Mixed with like R and B, like it's really nice. Um, there's a lot of one-off songs in there, bro. I don't know if you know who FKJ is. Uh, he, has, he has that yes. song "Risk" with Boss. That's yes. on there. Um, then I have like Sly and the Family Stone in there. Like, oh yes, bro. They're so <laughs> fucking good. Any uh, K Trinata? Any K In that playlist, I don't think so. But I mean, I love K Trinata, uh, bro. I've because I used to have a like this. I my cousin used to DJ. Uh, he still might actually, but like, he gave me his old controller and it broke like a month after I got it because it was just that old. <laughs> like it just it stopped working. Mm-hmm. But for the month I was DJing, bro, because this is 2015. Yeah, it was 2015, right after I graduated high school, but before I went to college. And like that's when like the Cajun Auto Wave was like taking off. So you had like at all, and then like the Janet Jackson If remix, and then the um, the A Marie remix. So like, bro, like every chance I got when I was DJing in my bedroom by myself, I would just like switch to the Cajun Auto joints, and I would just start going crazy. Bro. <laughs> Dude, he is a great performer. Really? Great performer. I saw him in November, I think. Was it November? Last year. Um, it was him, and then, like, the next week it was Thundercat. So I saw both of them back-to-back, and it was just, like, bro. The I mean, the talent. Yes, yeah. the talent, and just, like, him just being so energetic, and then just everybody knew the songs, everyone mm-hmm. was dancing, having a good time, and then... You go next week to see Thundercat. It's the same thing. And dude, Thundercat's like a genius, man. I mean, just watching him. It was funny because I was talking to a friend of mine. And I feel, I told her, I was like, I feel a lot of people went there to the show and expected something different. Because, like, he was just going off and just, like, doing these, like, acid jazz kind of things. And just everybody was just, like, some people were vibing out to it. Some people kind of tuned out. Me, I was just like... Starstruck, cause I was yeah, like, wow, this is like, yeah, he's just, he's so yeah. good, he's so precise, and I was just telling, I was telling her, I was like, I don't think anybody really fucking cared. I think they were just <laughs> wanted to hear all the stuff you hear like on yeah. TikTok and shit like that. And I was just like, damn, I was like, these motherfuckers are missing out. What it really, what re- you know, what yeah. really is what he's about. So, because he can't get that like weird, crazy stuff off on records, because he wants them to be listenable. Like, I mean, you can, but you can't do that like all the way through an album if you want it to be like somewhat popular music. But, like, yeah. 
him just like riffing for an hour, hour thirty, however long his shows are. Yeah, I bet that's just hella entertaining. I think it watch. was like two hours. Maybe it was like two and a half hours. I can imagine, bro. He could probably go forever. Yeah, dude. So this is a funny story. It's also kind of embarrassing. Um, but going back to when I went to see Ketranana, so we're at the White Oak Music Hall, and we're on the lawn. I bought two beers, and I was like, this show's not going to be that long. He's probably going to play just the hits. He'll play kind of some B-sides, and then we'll be done with it within an hour and a half. Uh, I think it went to like two and a half hours, so I'm just standing there. and just like, oh, God, I have to pee. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to leave my spot because the first time I turned around, there ain't that many people there. Until I think it was like a, I felt like a blinking of an eye. I turned around like hundreds of thousands of people behind yeah. me, and I'm like, I'm never leaving this spot ever again, <laughs> Damn, bro. So I was just like, oh. I, I told my friends, I was like, I don't want to be embarrassed and be like pee on myself because it's like, oh, this guy peed on himself. I can't turn on his show, so I held it in as much as I could, and I fucking doled it out and had to go to the bathroom. But I was like, never again at a show will I, will I drink two beers. Bro, I feel you. That's why I always piss before anything starts. I tried to do that too, and then like mid show, I'm just like, okay, damn it, I have to, yeah. <laughs> I have to go again. <laughs> like I told, I think I went, I went to see um, another group, and I told my buddy, I was like, hey, bro, I gotta go to the restroom. He's like, I hold the spot. He's like, I know you, you got here early enough, so we can hold, you know, hold the spot. So I was like, all right, cool. So I went. And I was like, never again. It's <laughs> like, no, I'm holding it in. I was like, I don't like doing that. And I like getting to shows early. So it's yeah, like, I, I like same. to be there right in the front and stuff like that. I've been very lucky to get to the front in a lot of shows and stuff like that. So, um, but what was I saying? Uh, but anyways, going off on a tangent. So your show coming up in April, how are, excited are you for that? Bro, I haven't performed since like 2019. Oh, so, really? so this I, is kind of like... Yeah, this is like... Yeah, I don't know. April, because my, my bump, ooh, wow, just stuttered like a motherfucker. <laughs> it happens, yeah. it happens. But April is my birthday month, so okay. like, it's just like tight that like everything's just like coming together all at once. So yeah, I'm like hella excited. I got unreleased shit. I'm like ready to perform. Oh, just cool. like to see how it is live. Mm -hmm. And I dropped an album like in December 2020. So like, like I said, I haven't performed a single thing off of this thing I worked on for like a year, year and a half. So like finally being able to do some of those is like, and just like do that live before. Cause at that, like in a little bit, it'll just be like all new shit. So I probably won't ever do any of that shit again. Okay. So at least being able to get it off one time right quick, just some of it, like some of my favorite songs off of it, it's just going to be like a special moment. Dope, dude. I'm excited for to see you perform. Cause it's like I said, I've... Not, not gonna lie, I haven't heard of any of oh, you yeah, guys. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, when um, when Russell, shout out to Russell, yeah. reached out to me and he was like, "Hey, I got these guys that are gonna perform in a show. Uh, would you like to have them on your podcast?" I was like, "This is someone's lied to me. This is a joke." Like, I get these spam, you know, messages from people like that. Like, I think. Oh, somebody, so you didn't know Russ already? No. Oh, okay. No, but I, I've gotten messages like that before. Like, mm -hmm. "Hey, we have this guy coming from San Antonio. And he wants to be on a podcast." I was first. I'm like my first thought is like, how the fuck did you find my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean nobody in San Antonio knows. Um, but yeah, when Russell said, it, I looked him up and I looked in everything, and I was like, okay, this guy's legit. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. So originally, this week's episode was supposed to be something different. So I had to reschedule it with the people that I had before, and I was like, this is a big opportunity for me. And also for these guys, so when the people that listen to my podcast can check them out, because 
you know, I, I got people in California that listen. I have people, you know, all around the country. I'm not trying to brag, but... Oh, yeah, no, of course. I, I, I would like for local people, mm-hmm. local artists to come on here and, like, people know who they are. Because it's like... Yeah. I mean, like I've always said, it's like you might find your favorite artist at a show. You you go to like for the first time and like, oh, this dude's great, and then you Bro. just start following him and literally. So that's what I usually like to tell people, and you know, when I promote shows, like, hey, you come out to the shows, like you might find your favorite artist. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I, I didn't really know you guys, so I started like researching, listening to y'all's music, you, Jet the Third, and Mark, and and uh, and Rocky, and I was like, all right, cool, cool. So I was like, all right, I got the vibe for this. So then when I when I started making the flyers. I was like, I gotta find something that was like kind of to their taste. Mm-hmm. So I, I like being like artistic. Like yeah, that. no, it's kind of very well done. <laughs> this, very well Thank done. you, I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm very excited to see you perform. Like I said, you're, you haven't performed in like almost three years, so you're just like you're ready to go. Thanks, so, you, so you know, and I'm ready to see like Rocky perform and, and Mark and, and Jet too. So it's it's very interesting to like check out people you haven't seen mm-hmm. that like live in the same city as you. So yeah. Bro, I love it, too, because I went to school in Murphy's, like, college in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, mm-hmm. which is, like, 40 minutes outside of Nashville. And, like, that little scene they had up there, bro, is so fucking dope. Like, if you've never listened to, like, Nashville rappers and R&B, bro, like, because people just think country because, obviously, it's fucking Nashville. Yeah. But, bro, like, shout out to everybody up there, bro. Like, because, like, we're, like, friends and shit, still. And it's just, like, so, like, this whole time I've been watching all my friends over there still do their shit and, like, my friends in other cities and whatnot. So I'm just, like, fuck, bro. I just want to, like, get back on track because I feel like I've been derailed. Like, my music has gotten so much better Mm -hmm. since the pandemic started and since I did my last show. But it's just, like, I don't know. Like, when I was in school and I was doing, like, a bunch of fucking house shows and shit with, like, other, like, fucking bands and whatnot. Like, that's where I saw the most traction and, like, gain and everything. So, I've been, like, itching to come back out and actually get more people's attention with what I'm doing now. That's dope. That's dope. Like I said, for the third time, (laughs) I'm very excited to see you guys perform. So, um, let's get into our first segment of the podcast, which is called... Unpopular Opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody gets a trip out of that. They're just like, what the fuck? And I was like, look, I I had to make a sound. I love you. So, uh, Nico, since you are our special guest, do you have any unpopular opinions? All right. So, I tried to come up with stuff, bruh, that wasn't, like, too controversial, but that also wasn't, like, boring. That might... Oh, I do. I welcome all that. (laughs) I want to start some type of arguments. Uh, I live for that shit. I love chaos. Uh, My first one, Whataburger is low-key mid. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay. In terms of food, in terms of, like, pure food. Okay. The only reason people hype it up is because that's the only shit that's open after the club or after a night of being out. Like, if something else is open, I'm I'm fading canes before Whataburger, bro. Okay. Like, and it's not, like, I love, I have so many memories of going to Whataburger and being there at, like, 1, 2 a.m. or after, like, a high school football game. But in mm-hmm. terms of, like, pure food, it's, yeah, nah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I see what you're getting at. Okay. Well, Jack in the Box is kind of open. <laughs> bro, but see, the thing is, bro, I destroy Jack in the Box tacos. I stopped just because I'm trying to eat a little bit better. But yeah, no, I love shit. Niggas are definitely going to kill me for this. <laughs> I would definitely go get my fucking tacos and curly fries before I went and got a hamburger or a patty melt or chicken tenders from Whataburger. 
And I know, I don't even know what kind of fucking meat is in the tacos at Jack in the Box, but it's fucking delicious. <laughs> I think it's the same meat that they have the burgers from, I think. Probably, I, think, I like don't know. Light brown, bro. <laughs> All my friends know that shit is horse meat, and fuck it, it's good as shit. <laughs> It'll make you faster, hopefully. <laughs> I'm weak, secretary. So, um, okay, well, I mean, I'm... I guess I'm a stand for Whataburger, you know, and I, I get it. I've had a, uh, not an argument, but I had a conversation with a buddy of mine who lives in Los Angeles, and we talked about the whole In-N-Out versus Whataburger situation and stuff like that. And um, I pretty much was like, look, I like I like In-N-Out, but like, I think I would choose Whataburger over anything. I think it's just because... Wait, anything? In terms of like okay, fast okay, food okay, burgers? Okay, well, not anything. Okay, we'll see it at night. Like if it's like 2 a.m. in the morning, that's okay. Whataburger's where I'm going. I fuck, fuck Jack. I don't know. I just think if I eat Jack and then I wake up, like You're I not feel having like, a good time. <laughs> no, I'm not having a good time at all, you know? <laughs> uh, but I choose Whataburger. Like there's a certain, I guess, once I, when you feel, a, when I feel a little tipsy, if I go to Whataburger, I don't get a regular burger. Mm-hmm. I get the honey, the honey chicken strip. Uh, sandwich, whatever. The honey butter biscuit or whatnot. No, not the honey butter biscuit. Okay. The, the honey, uh, was it the honey barbecue chicken oh, strip sandwich? Bro, that hoe was minted too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, like, bro, like three weeks ago, bro. And I think it was because I was fucking disappointed. Bro, I took like three fucking L's in a week. I just wanted a fucking burger. I forgot what. No, okay. It was my, it was my girlfriend's birthday. Okay. Last month. So we tried to, you know what Bob's Burgers is, a TV show? Yes, yes, yes. So yes, like yes. her birthday a long time ago, just as like a little gag gift, I got a Bob's Burger cookbook and we never cooked anything out of it until like a week ago or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, we're in Austin. It's like a little Airbnb. Fuck it. We'll like do it. Like we'll cook. It was fucking terrible. She enjoyed it. It was an awful burger and I cooked it. I was so disappointed. I just want a fucking burger. Then after, so we went out for her birthday and her sister was with us in the car so we dropped her sister off and I got us all food. Her sister took the wrong fucking bag and it she had got what you just wanted, the barbecue sandwich. Yeah. And I ate it and I was fucking pissed while I was eating because I just wanted a burger and it was mid to <laughs> me at least. Okay, was it cold? No, it wasn't even that cold. Like it wasn't like the warmest thing ever, but bruh, I think like I need to give it a second chance because okay. I just wanted like a fucking burger and not chicken strips on toast. No, yeah. Okay, so like <laughs> when you when you're in like that mood and you only want that one thing. And you don't get it, yeah. It's gonna be like, fuck this, you know. I don't want to eat this anymore, you know. So, Facts. but for me, I think there's certain levels of like when I when I drink. I think once I get like a certain point, I have to have the 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 chicken strip, barbecue, honey, whatever sandwich, <laughs> and I have to have a Powerade with it. Interesting. It hits. Like I'm just there, just like okay. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> Two o'clock after the club, we're just like, all right, cool. We're, I'm definitely a Dr Pepper guy. Like, if I, and I love Dr Pepper, yeah. but I think, I think it's just kind of late at night and like when, because we go to this this bar called Barbarella. Bro, I was just talking with my homies earlier. I want to hit that place up so bad, dude. On the '80s night, because I love yes. the '80s music. '80s night is a really good night. So '90s is. 90s is pretty good, but sometimes it kind of, not that many people go. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, if you go, there's these guys that, like, I don't know what it is, but they, like, they all do, like, that uh, group dancing. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, like, doing, like, Bobby Brown and shit like that. Oh, doing, so they're all, like, doing the same dances, and everyone's just like, yeah. And I'm like, come on, guys. It's like, you do this every fucking Thursday. <laughs> Fridays are new noise, which is kind of, like, alternative music, mm-hmm. but it's, like, Tame Impala and all this other cool stuff. 
And then 80s night's pretty good. I like 80s night because yeah. they kind of mix in a little bit of 70s music. Okay. And then there's a, another night that they do. It's called Emo Night. I was looking at that too and I want to go, bro. Dude, I highly, highly suggest you go. If you yeah. like, like, of course, like, you know, Fall Out Boy, Paramore, and Panic at the Disco, and yeah. then you like getting into mosh pits. Yes. That is your night. <laughs> Sir, what nights are those? I, it's, on t- it's the first Tuesday of every month. Okay. So I had the DJ on who who does he uh, he's the one that curates the whole thing. Okay, cool. So he's he's a really really cool dude. So shout out to BB Ding and Texas Emo Club. But dude, yeah, two, it just happened yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, I wanted to go, but um, like I said, I, I was recording with Rocky, so I was like, damn. And when we finished, I was like, it's already like twelve thirty, so I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna make it. But um, yeah, dude, Barbarella is pretty fun. It's really fun. I highly suggest everybody going. But like, once you, I, we go in there, we dance, we drink, and this and that. We're all sweaty. We come out, <laughs> and we're like, okay, we're gonna get water burger. So it's like, I have to have that that sandwich because if I don't, I'm not. I'm just like, I don't even want to wake up. I'm just like, I'm just gonna. I feel you, dog. It's yeah, definitely. Like it's especially when you're drunk. Like mm-hmm. everything I've said goes out the window. Shit hits. But just like, I don't know, bro. It's something about a box combo from Cane's with the extra crispy fries and tenders and the Cane sauce, bro, with the fucking lemonade, bro. I'm not, a fan, of, I'm not a fan of the Cane sauce, so. You're not a fan of the Cane sauce? I am not a fan of the Cane You're sauce. Tweaking. I'm I might be tweaking. I might be tweaking like Chris Rock and New Jack City, dude. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I just, I'm not a fan of the Cane sauce. I, I always tell them, I was like, can I get honey mustard instead of Cane sauce? Interesting. So and, and the honey mustard is kind of watery as fuck. So I'm like, I never got it. it's okay. Got it. It's it's okay. So I mean, it's, it's not. It's it's mid. It's <laughs> mid. But yeah, I usually get the craniac, and I get an extra piece of toast instead of, instead of the um, coleslaw. Coleslaw because coleslaw is fucking terrible. I don't even. That's like I was like, if I see it, and I'm like, can you just throw this in the trash, bro? <laughs> Everything. That's not even an unpopular opinion. Like I don't know if it's. I don't know if they mean the same thing. But when I got to Tennessee, like apparently, like when something is slaw, mm-hmm. that means it's bad. And I don't know if that has to do with coleslaw, but I like to think that because like coleslaw is fucking terrible. I don't know why they're like it's just cabbage, and I'm like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if it's just cabbage. It just looks unappealing, and it's just it. I've never tasted it, but I'm like, no, no, thank you. There's no point in no. trying. And then if you get it with canes, you know, it's going to be hot. So yeah. that's like even worse. worse. Yeah, I never even <laughs> thought about that. Yeah, bro, it's I was just like, can you just take this out? I was like, if I see this in my box, uh, just, no, just fuck it. Fuck, I don't even want it. Bro, <laughs> I don't even want it anymore. It's be outlawed. So what do you get when, when you're drunk and it's like, all right, it's 2 a, 2.30 in the morning. I'm drunk. I got to eat. What do you get? What a burger! Because that's the only shit open. <laughs> do you get a certain thing? Like, do oh you- yeah, I get the three piece tender with the gravy. Okay. Yeah. Bro. Okay. All right. But okay, I there's two things I get from Wonder Burger. So like when I'm like up there, up there, it's the chicken, <laughs> the chicken strip sandwich. But when I'm like, eh, you know, I get the nine piece, the nine piece uh, bites. Okay. So with yeah. the honey mustard and then. Mm. A large fry with the spicy ketchup. You so. like the spice. You're spicy, man. Okay. I like spicy. I I don't really like spicy foods, but like the spicy ketchup just hits a certain way where it's just like okay. Interesting. Don't ever get the limited batch. What is that? So there's a, a limited batch, quote unquote, limited batch of the spicy ketchup, mm-hmm. and it's like in a white label. That shit is trash. Dude. <laughs> that shit is trash. What's it's the t- difference? Or I do don't know. know. Okay. I okay. So the difference is it tastes sweet. It's spicy sweet kind of and it's it's really disgusting. I was like, <laughs> what is this? So I was like, this is not spicy ketchup. 
so there's this place called um, the Burger Joint, and um, there's I've one there's, of there's one off of Shepherd and there's one in Montrose. Okay, and apparently there's one in over there by Bearbrook Mall for some reason. Um, but they have a spicy ketchup, and it, it's really really red, and it's kind of watering away a little bit, mm-hmm. but it tastes like that. It tastes really sweet, and that's like I don't want spicy sweet. Ketchup I was like this is trash. I was like, so people, if you get the limited batch spicy ketchup, please don't. I don't give a fuck if you come after me. That shit is trash. So. <laughs> All right, Un, uh, unpopular opinion number two. What do you got? Ah, fuck me. Okay, I'll come up with one. I'll come up yeah, with one. Nah, okay. Uh, I think tipping anything other than a waiter is fucking pointless. Like for instance, like at the barbershop like I don't understand the concept of tipping and I think it's stupid that you have to tip your barber I only do it so I don't fuck my hair up the next time I go like literally that's the only reason but it's just like I don't understand why it's just not in the in the in price the, in the, yeah. you know, like because I'm already paying you directly for the service and like if you work at a shop I guess I kind of get it because you have to go by what the shop does but like there'll be people who just cut hair out of their house they'll set a price and then they also expect a tip and it's like bro what the fuck are you like no <laughs> Bruh. Even if it's not good, I'm not gonna give you a tip. That's what I'm saying. So there's I when or I like, used to cook in my area. Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Or go like ahead. at Chipotle. When like you get delivery and they ask, Do you want to put a fucking tip on like what the fuck did you do extra <laughs> that you deserve a tip for? Like it's not Nothing. like bruh. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um no, but what I'm saying is like when I used to get my hair cut, um I would I guess I would tip them because it's like man, whatever, you can have the change. I don't really care. But if it's not a good job, I'm not going to tip yeah, you for it. I'm not, I don't even care if it's like, I don't care if you're struggling. It's like, you need to do a good job. You need to do a good job, bro. I'm sorry. Um, but it's funny because me and my cousin had this conversation months ago. He um, he came to Houston because he's from San Marcos, which is okay. a little small town in, uh, around Austin. Yeah, I fucking San Marcos. Yeah. Fucking dope city. Fucking shout out to San Marcos, bro. That's fucking square. <laughs> um, but he... Uh, we were eating, and he was like, are you going to tip them? I was like, yeah. I was like, why wouldn't I not want to tip the servers? And he was like, how much are you going to tip them? And I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know, maybe like five, six bucks. And he was like, what the fuck? He's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, what do you mean what's wrong with me? <laughs> he was like, dude, the minimum, the maximum I give them is $2. And I was like, $2? I was like, dude, the fuck? we spent $80 okay. on brunch. Wait, and he was only going to give $2? Bro, what the fuck? Okay, my yeah, brother did, my brother spent a hundred something dollars at, a, at just recently we went to have uh, dinner for my little brother's birthday yeah and my mid brother he bought them dinner so it was like a hundred something bucks and my brother's like fuck this I'm not tipping the guy <laughs> 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 I hate to put my brother shit out there but he did not tip the guy after he spent like a hundred and something dollars on food he got the food from Cheesecake Factory banned my fucking oh, brother bro. <laughs> bro but I was like I mean even my bill was like $60 and I gave him like 10 bucks yeah I was like I mean no he kind of had an attitude but I'm like look man you, you, we spent the money at least let me give you something yeah. you know you did a decent job yeah like I get tipping servers and everything but yeah it's fucking if it's something sh- like if I'm like ten bucks, I'm like yeah, I'll give you two dollars. Yeah, and you know, hey, two three dollars. But I think I've I've raised it a little bit more now since like the pandemic. So it's like everybody's yeah, kind of yeah. struggling because everybody's um, looking for a job and everybody's not looking for a job. <laughs> that fast because that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so the people that do actually work and you know they're struggling, it's like look, I'm gonna give you a little bit more because I know you're struggling. So yeah, 
I want to help you out. Because I feel like I wish somebody would do that for me in the same position. You know, if I was a waiter or something like that, it's like, hey, look, help me out. Facts. You know, like that Will Smith meme. like, please help. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, I, I had an unpopular opinion. Let me see. I, I like going to Reddit because a lot of Reddit unpopular opinions kind of like line up. That's funny. I was on TikTok like yesterday, I think, and I was just scrolling like, what do other people think that I fucking agree with? I couldn't. They were all fucking basic, bro. It's like pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. That like beat to death opinion, uh, even though it doesn't belong on pizza. But I don't care. It's men. I like pineapple on pizza. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm gonna walk out this hole, bro. I like. So when I order from like Domino's, I get a chicken. Pineapple and bacon pizza. Okay. Okay, so you might think like, what the fuck? That sounds that sounds trash. It actually doesn't. It's just a pine like a pineapple. It's not bad. It just doesn't add anything to me. I think it. That's just to certain pizza places. It does. To certain okay. pizza, like I'm not gonna fucking. I don't think I would get it at like Pizza Hut because I feel like it's just not. It's not good. But Domino's <laughs> does it a certain way where it's like it. It kind of like the garlic butter. The chicken, the bacon, the sweet and saltiness, and then this, you know, the whole flavor. It, it tastes good. Okay. You know, same same thing with, like, Little Caesars. Little Caesars kind of hits, too. Bro. But I do, ba- I do uh, pepperoni instead of chicken. That might be a, like, I don't, that might be an unpopular opinion, bro. Little Caesars is fucking great. It is great. I, like I don't, it. I don't think, I, they used to taste shitty a long time ago. I don't remember. I <laughs> That's that why, because it was so shitty, because you don't remember. <laughs> I loved it since I was a child, bro. Especially reheated, bro. It low-key tastes better yes. fresh out the microwave. When that, that uh, the crust is kind of a little bit softer yeah. than, it, it, you know, than it was before, yeah. and you're just like, oh. Uh, whenever we get leftover pizzas, uh, my girlfriend is always like, um, you know, I have to do in the air fryer. I was like... I throw that shit in the fucking microwave, bro. I was like, I don't care. She's like, it. To her, it kind of they taste soggy and it doesn't yeah. taste. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It tastes good to me. Yeah. So that's that's my unpopular opinion. I'd rather throw it in the fucking microwave than the fucking air fryer. I don't want it crispy. I was like, I don't think pizza's supposed to take taste crispy for some reason. I don't know if I've ever had like a for real like Italian level pizza though. I think the closest I've came is I've had like. A slice of like street pizza in fucking New York or mm-hmm. some shit, but that was like about it. Okay. I want like an official or maybe like some deep dish from fucking Chicago or is that? No, I think that's Chicago, not Detroit. But yeah, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit has a certain kind yeah. of other way. I need to go on a pizza tour. There's this place out here off of uh, Cavalcade and Airline. It's called Chicago's. Okay, it's a pretty good pizza place. They got all kinds of styles. They have New York. They got deep dish. I think they have thin crust. Um, they got spaghetti, they got pastas, they got all kinds of good stuff. So, uh, shout out to Chicago's of a Calvacate and Airline. So, sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then Frank's too in downtown. Frank's is really good. I haven't gone to Frank's in a long time. Dude. Okay. You ever been to Frank's before? Nah. So, it's this little spot. It's like in the middle of like some buildings. I think it's on Texas. And um, I think my girlfriend was telling me about that place, I think. And she was like, you haven't fucking been there? I was like, I never even heard of the place. So she told me. I think it might be the same spot. It's kind of like, it's like walking into like a New York pizzeria. Because you walk in, it's small. There's a line. You have to get, it's like, it goes from like the front of the counter to all the way in the back. Sometimes up the stairs. And you just wait in line. They they give you by the slice. Okay. So, and it's really good. You have to eat it like when it's hot. Yeah. Because if you don't. It's fucking trash. But Chet, Frank's is a good place. Frank's is another good place. Like, if you want, like, kind of like a New York kind of atmosphere, which I've never been, but 
It, it tastes good. It's like a New York style kind of pizza. Yeah. So. Okay. So shout out to Frank's and shout out to Chicago's. Um, <laughs> you know how many times we've all said, like, please sponsor this podcast. <laughs> oh, <for real. laughs> uh, damn. Uh, let me see if I can find some. Um, Shit. I got another random one off the top of my head. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I love beer, like Michelob and stuff, but I've come to the conclusion I fuck with cider. Like more than beer, I think cider is a better drink, like overall than beer. Like, have you ever had those Austin East ciders? Yes, specifically the blood orange flavor. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite fucking thing ever. Really? Like, not even just alcoholic beverages, but just drinks. Period. Hmm. Like, I don't know what the fuck is in it, but like, it's fucking amazing. So there was a point in time where I was fucking with ciders too. Yeah, I kind of stopped. I think it's just like I kind of got cidered out. Mm-hmm. I think. But East Ciders is a really good one. The pineapple one's a good flavor. The blood orange is really good. Yeah. There's like a certain just taste to it where it's like, okay, this is different. So, um, I'm not really a big fan of Michelob, but I tried it. I tried it. Uh, that was the only beer they had at this bowling alley we went to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not bad. It's like I wouldn't drink it, but it was like I kept drinking. I was so like, then what's your beer of choice? So my beer of choice, if I'm going to a bar, I got to have a Dos Equis. Okay. So Dos Equis is my first beer. If I go for a second beer, it's kind of like a, like a Bach. So like if I do, um, not Shiner, but like Crawford Bach kind okay. of. Okay. I do that one. Never had that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, what else? Is that the one that's like in the Astro colored can? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that one and then like. I'll get tired of drinking the beer, and I was like, I'll get up like a mixed drink. So I usually get Jack and Coke. Okay. And then when I, well, before the whole pandemic and stuff like that, I used to do, uh, I used to get crazy, and I used to get a, a Jaeger and Dr. Pepper. What the fuck? <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. I've had people look at me with disgust because I said <laughs> Jaeger. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude. They're like, that's disgusting. That's like medicine on medicine. Because <laughs> Jaeger was used to be like medicine and then Dr. Yeah. Pepper used to be medicine. But I'm like, no, it's really good. It's a really good combo. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, just try it. I was like, yeah, I know Jaeger's kind of a young man's kind of thing. But yeah, for sure. It's like, it's good. I haven't had it in a while. But even though I have like two bottles in my fridge. But it's like, maybe one of these days I'll bust it out just like for old time's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely a cranberry vodka guy. Okay. If I'm just getting something just like random. I, but I'm a cranberry juice fucking fanatic, bro. Cranberry juice is really good. Do you yeah. like just straight cranberry juice? No, or I, like I to need the sweet with, shit. I, wait, what do you mean? Like experiment with like cran apple oh, or like cran yeah. orange. Or, uh, I don't like any of those except cran peach. That shit is good. Cran peach? Yeah. You've never had it? No. It's fucking good. Like Ocean Spray makes it too. It's just like not as common. It busts, bro. Hmm. What's some vodka? Ooh, okay. Yeah, I actually haven't had it together, but it sounds good. You could probably do it with like a peach vodka and probably. And like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That okay. probably would work. Making things work. <laughs> Another thing, one of my friends at school made it for me. It was grapefruit juice and gin. It was good as hell. Okay. Grapefruit and gin. I think that's a. I think that's a drink, but I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, a. I'm not be. a mixologist. So I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's <laughs> a whole discipline. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like when people like really get into drinks, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, it's just a drink." They're like, "No, this is a science behind it. You gotta put it this." And I'm like, "Okay, bro, calm down." Like my cousin used to be like hyped over IPAs, bro, and he's fucking <laughs> terrible. 
that was actually that was actually the first unpopular opinion that came in my head when I was brainstorming. But I didn't know like if you had ever had them to like bring it up, bro. One of my homies told me to try Hopadillo, so I get to a fucking bar and I order it, and they like the it was just like in a cup this big. I know y'all can't see, but it's like. It's about almost, a almost, 16 ounce, yeah. 23 ounce. And it's, bruh, I took one sip. I'm like, I just wasted my fucking money because this is terrible. And like, but I just, I powered through it just because I'm like, fuck it, I bought it. Awful. Like IPAs in general, I hate them. I'm not a big IPA fan myself. I think it's, I don't think they're good. I think the first time I tried an IPA, I was like, this is like mud water. I was like, <laughs> this is grass. This is trash. And not to like discourage any of my friends, you know, that I've had on the podcast and breweries, but um, I'm just not a big IPA fan. And it's, it, you know, it's not my fault. I've tried them like whenever I go to like St. Arnold's and I'm like, can I get this? <laughs> Knowing you're going to Knowing like I'm not going to, yeah, but I feel like I'm already drunk and then like yeah. I drink it. It's like, that's fine. It's like, yeah. I'm not even going to feel it. I'm not even going to fucking care. It's just the aftertaste, man. There's, uh, okay, here's one. I don't know if you're a comic book kind of person, but um, somebody says the Joker is an incredibly worn out villain and TV and movies need to take a break from him for a while. I wouldn't, I kind of agree, but only because I love the Joker movie so much that I feel like they need to let that die down. Like give that time to breathe because I don't think anybody's gonna do it better better than Joaquin for a while. So my thing is, and I think I've I haven't said this yet, but it's really annoying to me now. Like Batman has been like beat to death. Beat to I mean he's fucking like he's ground meat already. To be honest, <laughs> with you. he's ground meat already, and they keep beating him to death because he's the only profitable one, bro. And if you haven't seen the new Batman movie, not yet. No, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, yeah. but. Uh, a, a certain person comes out that's kind of frequent to him and I'm like fuck I was like damn it why can't you just leave this person alone and a lot of my friends were like well you kind of have to because and I'm like no dude it's just to stop it's like just I was like I like Superman I like Superman a lot and I'm like they don't give him any fucking chances to do anything they're just like oh no it's another Batman I'm like fuck man can you give us a, like a Superman movie or can you like I mean but it just I think the, the Joker's beat to death, really, to be honest. So I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just just stop. Just stop it. And one of my unpopular opinions, too, was... I don't know if you've kind of met people who, who have said this, but there are people who kind of uh, fawn over the Joker and the Harley Quinn relationship. Oh, yeah. I see, that, I see that shit online. On, like, Twitter. Oh, my God, dude. That is so cringy. <laughs> and I was like, this promotes, like, domestic abuse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would you want to fucking ship yes. over this, you know? <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. I don't understand it's people, dude. Fucking relationship that they and have. not to sound fucked up, but I think it's a lot of white people that, that do that shit. Maybe the same people that, like, I saw this tweet, bro, and she was like, oh, I wish I could have met Ted. And niggas were in the comments, Ted who? And she's like, fucking Ted Bundy. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> bro, it, bro, people be whacked in the head, bro. And it, like I said, that's not right, but it's white people, dude. I, those are the type of people that think mayonnaise is spicy, bro. <laughs> bro that shit. Hey, another unpopular opinion with mayonnaise: Miracle Whip is way better than regular mayo. Than regular? I didn't even know there was a difference because I grew up on Miracle Whip. Okay, well, I mean, I did too. I mean, there's, there's, well, there's, 
I don't was it Hymans or Hemans or whatever it's called, and there's Dukes and it, it just, um, it's all mayonnaise to me. But Miracle Whip does kind of hit in a different way. But it is kind of hit. It better. was really light. It's really not like overpowering in a taste and shit like yeah. that. So, um, fuck. Just to piss off all the producers out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is very niche. But if you use FL Studio, you're a child. Uh, oh it, damn! Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just I'm just fucking around. But yeah, no, April's in getting over. It. <laughs> I love starting fucking wars like that that I have no intention of like furthering. <laughs> it's just like to throw the the Molotov cocktail and just <laughs> exactly. walk away. So, uh, damn, I'm trying to find some good ones on here. I I don't know why Reddit. I, maybe I should have saved these. I should have been more. Uh, okay, here's one, and. Uh, uh, somebody said funerals are overrated. What? <laughs> what? So this person says, when I die, I don't want a gathering just so my closest friends and family can cry over my corpse. I don't want my death to be remembered in sadness. I don't want my son or daughter's last memory of me to be my body lying there in a casket. I want to be remembered as a vibrant and filled with life, not as a pale corpse being viewed in a coffin. It's just a... I feel like that depends on your culture at that point. Because, like, I know with, like, funerals I've been to, like, it'll be sad during the service. But, like, I think I forgot what it's called exactly. Is it, like, a repast or something? Where, like, whatever the, basically the thing after where everybody's eating should be, like, yeah, cool. Like, kicking it and whatnot. So that, and then that's where, like, or, like, during the funerals, we'll share, like, funny stories. And, like, people will laugh, like, in the church and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, or like if you're fucking from uh, New Orleans, they throw fucking parades for funerals. Have you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I kind of yeah. So yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like that's just your culture and like the people within your group, I guess. Because yeah. So uh, my uncle a couple years ago passed away from cancer. The oh, dude was a um, he was in a motorcycle club. He was a badass dude. He was just he was hilarious, and it, it sucked that he had passed away to cancer. Yeah. But for his uh, his his uh, his wake or his viewing, whatever you would call it, mm-hmm. literally all his motorcycle buddies uh, showed up to the place, pitched up a tent, <laughs> put on some music, and they all drank beer outside. Bro, that's what you're well, supposed to. Be. <laughs> well, everybody's inside, just like <laughs> just crying and shit. Like then they're all having a party outside. Yeah. To me, at that time, I was like, it's kind of a little disrespectful. But it, as I got a little bit older, I was like, no, it's like, I think I would want something like that. So nice. I did an episode called 11 Songs That I Want Played at My Funeral. Mm-hmm. There's obviously more that I want played, but I was like, I don't want, I don't want that sad piano type of shit that you see when they're playing like the video of you. Yeah, of life. Bro. I don't want that shit. I was like, play something like. I was like, put some Fallout Boy on it. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> you know, and just like, not make it sad. Just make it like, I guess, uh, easier to swallow. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be fucking turnt, but just like something that's like somewhat a. Because you, it, so that way you remember the person where you're like sitting there, like, oh yeah, I remember when we listened to this song. Because yeah. like my grandfather passed um, in December, and like, dude, it was so weird. Because it's just like, it was. Like the blue, the lights were blue, so it was like a very like grayish blue kind of feeling. The music, there was music, and it was just like everyone was just like not feeling it. Yeah, you know. And then after the funeral, when we all got to eat, it was just kind of like that same thing. Nobody kind of really like there was no like music that remembered him by. Yeah. So like for my funeral, like I said, I'm just gonna have a fucking playlist of just like a nice. bunch of songs and just like 
remember and just enjoy it like hey you know he was not that kind of person i don't think he wants us to be like so i kind of not saying that they're overrated yeah but like like you said it's your culture and they, how they put a different spin and stuff like that like the ones in new orleans like i said those go those go pretty hard turn, bro yeah i'm like fuck can i get a parade <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> <you>, full band <laughs> Sousaphone's on day. I've been to New Orleans when like people have gotten married and like they'll take up like a whole street and just like right. march down and while they're Deep. playing and it's good. It's fun, dude. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. New Orleans is a tight place, bro. In oh. terms of like culture, I like bro, I wish like cause Houston has culture, but I feel like it's a little bit newer. Mm-hmm. But like places with like New Orleans where like that whole jazz tradition is like a hundred years old at this point because what jazz was like yeah, like the nineteen twenties, so it's like a hundred years now. It's just like when it's like that ingrained in your culture, it's like really fucking cool to watch. When's the last time you went to New Orleans? It was shit. It had to be summer, summer twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was a couple years ago. Yeah. So we went uh, spring break of last year. Okay. So it was, dude. It was like a the vibe was so. I kind of get closer. The vibe was really weird because it was like at the time everyone was kind of wearing masks, but kind of everyone was like fuck wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we show up, and it's like all everybody, nobody's wearing a mask. We're just all kind of like just. It was fun, but it was kind yeah. of depressing a little bit because of like all these because when you go down Bourbon, it was just full of life. Yeah. A lot of shops closed down and shit like that. So we're like fuck, and you know, and not that many people were there, uh, but I mean, people still had a good time. So yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but. I, we love going to New Orleans, so we yeah. go at least maybe like once a year. Damn, so, um, but yeah, dude, the food is great, the atmosphere is great. Like you said, like the whole like, just the whole vibe and the whole music is just ingrained and in just the concrete and just everything. Yeah, where right. it's like you can feel it. It's so yeah. good. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's kind of like, Houston's not really like that. Like you said, it's kind of newer, but like we still get I guess some things like that. Oh, for sure. Like. Yeah. I'll, like I'll say this to you, and I, maybe you might not agree, but like it's kind of hard. Like when you think of New Orleans, you think of jazz. Yeah. When you think of New York, you think of, I guess, what we'll say, hip hop. Yeah. When you go to California, you think of rock music. When you think of Houston, what do you really think of? In terms of music, bro, it's like I know we have so many things, but I feel like we can't like say Houston's known for. This one thing. I mean, we can say kind of like, I guess, uh, bro, chopped and screwed. Chopped and screwed. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but not even like there is, bro. The more you like really look around, Texas has a sound, bro, and it's, it's not because like when the with the way people freestyle here, and like it kind of transitions into like the way people rap, and like it's kind of lost now. It was like heavy in the 2000s, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like it, I was just listening to This Way We Ball like, uh, by Lil Flip like yesterday or two days ago, and like he's rapping as though he's freestyling, even though it's written, I assume. And like that whole way of flowing and whatnot, that's, that is a sound. It's just, it never, it didn't take off as much as some of the other styles of rapping. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, so like, I feel like there is, there is a musical culture. It's just not as pervasive in everything as like something like jazz is. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, we're there's so many different things. You got yeah. rock. You got hip hop. You got kind of just easygoing music like with Krung Bin and you said bro, this, they're so fucking good. Yes, yes, dude. Krung Bin is great, and it's funny because not a lot of people know they're from Houston. Yes, bro. <laughs> when I found because I think I heard them probably a couple months before I found out they were actually from here, bro. They're so fucking. 
So dope. And they're supposed to be coming to town, I think, in a couple months. So probably because I know them and Leon Bridges did it. I don't think it's come out yet, but Texas Moon. Yeah, it came out. Oh, it came out last already? month. I oh shit! I gotta pee. Yeah, bro. Because Texas Sun was fucking amazing. Like, yeah, that EP. Those bro. two when they collaborate, it's gold. We need an album. Like I'm tired. But, like I want full at least ten tracks from them. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree with you, dude. I agree. I totally agree with you. Uh. Okay, what well, we did on popular opinions. Let's get into the last segment of the show, which is called. What are you listening to? So pretty much, it's self-explanatory. What are you listening to? So Nico, who have you been listening to? Let's say these past couple of weeks or months. Like, have you new artists, podcasts? If you do listen to podcasts, uh, what have what have you been listening to lately? Uh, shit. Okay, I'm gonna give like. My first answer, I feel like I have to like justify it a little bit. Okay. Because I don't know if you ever watched uh, Donald Glover Gambino stand up. Like, yes. Yeah, and he's like, it's so fucking weird when like you say you listen to yourself often, and like people look at you like you're fucking narcissistic. Like dead ass, bro. Like I make a lot of music, and like whether I'm just critiquing it or shit, I make the shit I want to listen to. So like, why would I not listen to it when I'm in the car? Mm-hmm. So I listen to myself a fuck ton, but putting that aside. Like, uh, there's a couple in terms of rap because I listen to a lot of different stuff, obviously. Like, Mm -hmm. because we've talked about a lot of stuff, but uh, there's this new dude, he's kind of he's not exactly like Kendrick, but kind of in that way, like that style of like flowing and whatnot. Uh, his name's Ben Riley. He he named himself after Spider Man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I heard yeah, of Ben yeah. Riley. Yeah, he's dope. That song made tags. Like that whole app project, I think it's called Formatted. That's just hard. Uh, new dude from San Antonio, Mike Dimes. Mike Dyer. Yeah, okay. he has some joints that are hard. Uh, who else have I been listening to? Fuck. Uh, I've been listening to like a lot of punk music. Okay. So like, like, uh, like what kind? Uh, like early, early nineties. Well, well, everything, but the stuff I'm going back to the most is like late eighties, early nineties. So like the Offspring. Okay. Uh, there's this song called Punk Rock Girl. Uh, the band's name is like the Dead Milkman or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit's yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like, Sex Pistols. Uh, what's that? Oh, fuck. Dag Nasty. I don't know if you've heard them. There's a song. Yes. Yeah, they're hard. Like, I was just going through Spotify. because, Bro, I love fucking rock music. I think that's my second favorite genre. But, like, since since it's not something I grew up on, I'm just eternally late to everything. Because I, I have to dig into it myself. And there's so many fucking subgenres. So, like, mm-hmm. I wish I knew, like, specific things deeper. So, I could, like, I could have a deep conversation about it. But shit like that. Uh, I love like I love 70s and shit bro I love 80s shit a lot too mm-hmm. like um, Tears for Fears esque shit uh, so yeah like 1975 I've been listening to them a lot okay. I have been for years uh, shit who else bro bro let me pull out Spotify fuck this yeah go ahead so um, so this is kind of, like this has been kind of like the recurring theme that I uh, that's been popping up so Mark and Rocky said the same thing. They're like, yeah, I've been listening to myself a lot lately. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess it's just like as musicians, we kind of like, why not? You know, I, 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 exactly, when you said bro. that Donald Glover skit, I was like, yeah, I know what he's talking about. If it's you're like, a chef, <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't you eat your own food? Dude, I listen to my own podcast. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, it makes, bro, like, I don't know. And it, sometimes I think it's weird because it's <laughs> like. 
people were like, well, why are you listening to? I was like, well, one, because it's good. I think it's good. Two, it's like it's also for me to take notes and be like, okay, I could do this a little bit better. You know, maybe I should try to not uh, say this or say that. It's like, let me, you know, it's me critiquing in a way. But also, I like the if you don't like the content you put out. Then, Why would you expect somebody else to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and it's also like watching film, like as an athlete, like you want to go back and be like, oh, okay, that was I shouldn't have done that. Like you were saying, I should have did this here, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure, dude. Okay, sure. fucking Dinosaur Junior. I'm just gonna name off a lot of shit I've been listening to. Go Dinosaur Junior, hard as fuck. Uh, oh, okay, bro. 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. I heard that shit a long time ago. Obviously, it's a great and, song. And like I've rediscovered it like six months ago, bro. It's one of the greatest songs ever fucking written. Like I made a whole because like the, with the because I I don't play guitar, but like I own one and like I play it enough to produce with it. Mm-hmm. I made like a whole. I, I learned how to play it and then made a song based around that style of play because it's just like an open string and he's just like riffing off that open uh, E. I think I think he dropped tuned it or whatnot to a D and he's just like moving around on the. Um, uh, the second string, I forgot what the fuck it's called mm-hmm. off the top of my head, but like a string, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta keep going over that, shit. yeah, 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 but yeah. Uh, yeah, so like, just like, I don't know, that's just hard. Uh, what else? Yeah, oh, dude. bro, Faye Webster is amazing. I don't okay. know if you've ever listened to her, she's um, like indie kind of stuff. I think I might have heard of her. She's hard. Phoebe Bridgers is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Like, I was saying, like, Yeek, bro, there's just so much stuff. Like, I don't listen to as much new rap as I would like to, but it's just, I don't know, bro. It's hard to find shit that I connect with these days. Like, if it's just, like, turnt shit, like, bro, I listen to Young Dolph every fucking day. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, I don't know. I feel like there's certain answers that, like, obviously I listen to fucking Drake and Kanye every day, but I'm trying to give, like, different answers because I, I feel like everybody does. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Like I said, I'm, I'm a rock person, but it's, like, as a, I don't want to be stuck in just like, like that one box where like, oh, he just listens to. It's like no, I listen to like a lot of different yeah. things. So it's like you want to draw inspiration, you want to kind of hear something different. Like when I when I'm done listening to podcasts, which is like maybe after like three different episodes, mm-hmm. I'll put on music and like I have a curated Spotify playlist that's just exclusively Spotify that's for this podcast where I always ask, excuse me, my guest, um, like hey. Follow the uh, the playlist. If you want to add music on there, what you've been feeling or what you've been listening to, go ahead, dude. I have That's like at least idea. like three days worth of music. That's great. So it's usually just me adding it, but yeah, I've had a lot of my other podcaster friends and stuff like that add stuff, and it's just like you never know what you're gonna get. You yeah. can get rock, you can get new wave, you can get dark wave, you can get seventies, you can get uh, you know fucking uh, chop and screwed. You can get all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So it's like. It's a uh, it's a gumbo of things, and it's like that's me. So it's like I want this podcast playlist to reflect me as well, because it's like I listen to all these kinds of stuff. So. Yeah, bro. Like you just reminded me, like new wave. That's something I need to dive deeper in. But bro, the Smiths, fuck Morrissey, but the Smiths, <laughs> bro. I, like I hate when that shit happens. When I find a band love them, and I find out they're fucking dickheads, like Oasis. <laughs> Fuck Ian Gallagher or whatever his name is. Uh, Liam and Noel yeah, Gallagher. Yeah, Le- oh, bro, I said Ian Gallagher because fucking Shameless. I don't know if you've ever watched that show. Uh, no, I haven't, but it's, it's on Netflix, so I'll yeah, check it out. but Liam. Or, wait, his name is Liam? It's oh, Liam and Noel. Because there's a Liam and Shameless, too. Fuck. <laughs> I wonder if they did on purpose. But, yeah, nah, that and, like, The Cure, bro. Like, I just, like, I don't know. I'm probably late on all this shit because I know they were, like, hella popular. But, yeah, stuff like that. I don't know if you've ever listened to Husker Do. 
Yes, I've heard Rescue Dog. There's this joint called Pink Turns to Blue or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's fucking amazing, bro. Just so like, and it's also like refreshing just hearing. There was some study where like older music is the most listened to on Spotify more than like new music, which I feel like people blew out of proportion because they were trying to make it. They were trying to like flip it to be like, oh, new music doesn't stay around. But like within Spotify, anything that I think they said it was older than a year and a half gets considered old music. So like, obviously. So yeah, so obviously that's just by like a volume game, everything's gonna be old. But yeah. yeah, regardless. Yeah, dude. I mean, I listen to a lot of older music, and I think the reason why I think a lot of people go back to that is just there was more of a sincerity, a, a, a genuine feel to it. You know, like they really just they felt that shit, bro. I, bro, that's bullshit to me. You think it's bullshit, bro? I feel like that's just the. It's just, it's a fucking perpetual cycle that's been happening since the fucking, since record labels and recorded music was a thing. Everybody's like, your music is not as good as my music because they cared more back in the day. And like, even just like, I think a lot of it is just the barrier of entry now is so fucking low. Like you can literally, like I did when I first started making music, I think I spent like 250 bucks, got a microphone, a preamp and speakers. And like, I can make music now. And it's just like, there's, I feel like there's the same number of extremely talented musicians. It's just there's way more bullshit to sift through because more people are uploading on the platform. Okay. But it's just like there's amazing artists. Like, bro, you can't tell me Anderson Pack wouldn't have thrived in the 70s. Oh, as well. dude. You know what I'm saying? Him and Bruno? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, people, like, and there's multiple people like that in their respective genres that you could say that about. Yeah. Like, like what I mean by that, like, I think. For instance, like Fleetwood Mac. I think like just that whole Rumors album was was Amazing. a really good album. And like during that time, it just it made for it. I mean, yeah. and you can compare that to fucking Silk Sonic's album. Literally. Oh, man. That album is just, it's gold, dude. It's really gold. Like I listened to it and I'm like every song on here just hit after hit after hit. And it's just, it continues like this adventure you're going on it's like mm -hmm. the music's so good it complements everything of course with like anderson's drumming and singing and bruno and this and it's just it i don't know like you could that album would have thrived like 40 50 years ago bro and it fucking just did didn't it it won, it won, it won a won Grammy. song of the year and record of the year mm -hmm. but i also think bro for better or worse like the fact that you can upload shit so fast is like a blessing and a curse because you don't have to like jump through hoops. There's like, I'm all for there being no barrier of entry, but everything has like yin and yang, you know what I'm saying? Pros and cons to everything. Mm -hmm. And I think the, I, cause I felt this something like in myself as an artist, it's just like, damn, I'm trying to do this shit professionally. And there's a creativity part to it, but then there's also like a business aspect of it because at the end of the at the end of the day, the shit's a product. Like mm -hmm. if you're if you're trying to do it like for real, for real. So I feel like when people can see, oh, that's what's oh this person blew up off that. Oh, this person's making money and like doesn't have to work a nine to five anymore off that. Mm -hmm. Shit, let me fucking try it. And like you can literally hear it one day, make it that night, and it be up in three days. Yeah. So just like I don't I don't think it's. People don't have to find some shit within themselves and figure. Or like, I was talking to my homie about this. Like, YouTube beat tutorials are killing music. 
And like what I mean by that is like back in the day, like when I started fucking back in the day, god damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Because this is ten years ago. Fuck. I'm yeah, I know. Man. I know. I do. I, I do. I feel that same way. I'm fucking twenty nine. I'm just like Oh fuck. <laughs> Bro, it's, I mean it hurts a little bit to say it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> fuck it. Aging like wine. Um but yeah, it's just like if I heard a record, right? Like if I heard a J. Cole or Kendrick record, mm-hmm. there's no like how to make a Kendrick Lamar type beat and it actually be good. It would be fucking trash. Now the people who are making the records, like Nick Mirror, for instance, with like internet money, making juice world shit, is showing you exactly how they do it. So it's like, yeah, it's allowing a lot more people to get good faster. But because of that, people people aren't putting their creativity into it. They're just being like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, this. And like, it's just going to saturate I, the sound and exactly, everything. Because I know exactly, I know exactly how to make what the fuck I just heard go platinum. Mm-hmm. Because I watched the dude who went platinum show me how to fucking make it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I feel like people are taking like those genius videos, like the deconstructed ones. I feel like the point of those is to be like, oh, like it's more thought process than like how exactly did he do and what sounds did he fucking use to do this, that, and the third. So I feel like I wish there was a bit more mystery to like the music, but I feel yeah. like just uh, there's so much shit into why I feel like like the curtains like yeah. busted wide open. Wide like open. like um, for instance, I play guitar, so it's like if I want to if I want a strokes kind of sound, mm-hmm. there's a video where this guy plays all these different pedals. That sounds similar to some of the stuff that they use in songs. So it's like, it makes it easier on me because it's like, I can just buy that pedal, set it to this tone, and I have that sound. It's not like I'm not working, I'm not trying to figure it out. Like, there's a mystery where, like, how does he get that? Like, dude, it's it's a mystery to me, like, how Stevie Ray Vaughan has his sound. Even though I know what he uses, there's still a mystery of how he's... Because I can buy all that and still not sound like it. Exactly. So... The same thing goes with like beats. It's like I've seen videos like that, like yeah. like uh, that group disclosure. You know, they do dance music and yeah. stuff like that, where they ultimately like break down their Everything. songs. So, like you said, anybody can just be like, "Oh, I just gotta follow that how to," and then I can fucking have the same music. But it kind of saturates it because it's like, like you said, there's no mystery of like how do they do that. I got it. Yeah. So, kind of just to go off, there's I don't know if you've seen this. There's this thing on Netflix called This Is Pop. Bro, great. I think I'd have the last two episodes to watch, but yeah. With fucking great. The one that we were talking about with T-Pain, where he was like yes. like struggling to find, find that, that auto-tune sound, and yeah. it took him like so many, like so many tries to yeah, find it, bro. and when he found it, it fucking was like, you know. So, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's just easier nowadays, I think, for yeah. people, but like I said, it is kind of killing kind of that, you know. nobody the experimentation, I guess, because like... In your process to try to figure out how something's done, you're 90%, I'm 90% positive you're not going to get it exactly, but you're going to get something somewhat, like Pharrell, for instance, mm-hmm. instance, I forgot what song he said he was trying to recreate with Hot in Here, but it was like some 70s, like, funky kind of joint, and he was trying to recreate that for a rapper, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have the exact same sounds, he doesn't know how the fuck they actually did it, so he's doing it how he knows how to get close to it, so, like, you being the filter for whatever that sound is is going to make it you versus following a tutorial to try to make a sound that's already out there if that makes sense yeah no 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 that totally totally makes sense that totally makes sense dude people just gotta be more creative I guess and just stop I guess following these how to's like I mean there's nothing wrong with that yeah exactly yeah I'm not bashing it because like I'll be watching shit soon but you know but it's kind of like you don't you don't want a carbon copy of this of the same group you don't want like 10 carbon copies of the strokes where it's like 
it's like okay guys do something different <laughs> we get it do something different we get it you know we, we have the strokes but be creative be you yeah you know same thing with like this podcast it's like there's so many other podcasts out there dude oh, so i can fucking i can do if i wanted to be like joe rogan i could do really just do the same thing like joe rogan yeah. but um i'm inspired by it even though i don't have the same stuff he does i don't get the same guests that he does i still look at it and be like okay well you know it's gonna filter through me and i'll do my own interpretation of it yeah so but like i said i, I try to be much as me as possible because it's like i don't want to like try to be like somebody else yeah, so that's why i think like my possible my podcast is good because it's me yeah. but it's like you can hear little inspirations from other people and stuff like that so wrote podcasts are great there's this one um fuck i forgot exactly what it's called it's with jinx uh Fuck. But they they just like review albums every week, like okay. a different album. Fuck. I wish No Skips, that's what it's called on Spotify. No skips. I think I yeah. do follow yeah. that. That's just hard. I do follow. There was this this other podcast I just started listening to a couple weeks ago. Um I forgot what it's called, but they review albums as well. Mm-hmm. So they were I was listening to them like review like the Foo Fighters, Michael Jackson's Dangerous album and stuff like that. And they'll just like go through like track lists and be like, Oh, this is you know what was going through at this time, and this and blah 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 blah. So, yeah, I but love it's, it's pretty. Like but yeah, I like, it's really interesting because it's like, like I said, I'm a, I'm a music head. I love music. I'm, yeah, and shit like that. So you know, Michael Jackson's one of the greatest. So it's like kind of want to know like what people think of like certain sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, a lot of great podcasts out there. Man. Yeah, there is. Like, a lot I of listen great to podcasts. Joe Rogan, obviously. Um, Rory and Maul from they used to be on Joe Biden podcast. I don't know if you ever listened to that, mm-hmm. uh, bro. There's this one funny one. <laughs> It's uh, other people's lives. I don't know if you've ever, bro. I don't think I've heard of that. Fucking wild. It's basically like on some Howard Stern esque shit, where like you know, like people would call in Howard Stern, they just be wild, fucking anonymous people. It's <laughs> it's essentially the same thing, bro. They've had fucking sex addicts. They've had this girl who just fucks. Um, like athletes and stuff, so she was just like spilling their secrets, obviously without any names. Mm-hmm. They've had people that like to get like pissed on and like, bro, bro it, the the, <laughs> sh- the amount of shit. There was the dude, the sex addict. He got like stabbed. Like he no, the girl. He was just like hooking up with anybody on Tinder. I don't know if you've ever seen that fucking family yeah, guy yeah, skit yeah, yeah, of Quagmire yeah. where he's just scrolling. He would essentially do that. The girl wanted him to stab her. He was like, bro, I'm not going there. Because that was, like, her thing. She's like, stab me, pussy. And he's like, no. He gets up to leave, and she stabs him, like, in the ass or some shit with the knife. Bro, the stories are fucking insane, but it's so entertaining. I have to check that out. Yeah, bro. It's called Other People's Lives. I'm going to fucking follow it right now. (laughs) Fuck it. That's interesting shit. I mean, I got to... While I'm driving or I'm at home, I got to hear that. And, like, they... Like, everything's not, like, outrageous stuff. Some of it's, like, sad and whatnot. Like, they've had, like, a firefighter from, like, um, who was there during 9-11. Just, like, different stuff like that. But it's just... It's just tight to hear other people's stories. The first thing that popped up. What? Oh, the 9-11 one? <laughs> no, the other people's lives. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, dude... It's so crazy with this. We were talking about, like, the AI and all that. Like, they can hear shit. And it's like, we were talking about it and it popped up. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, maybe if I talk about my podcast more enough, it'll pop up on other people's <laughs> stuff. Well, yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's very fucking creepy. Like we were, I think Rocky was talking to his his homeboy that he had. He was like, "Dude, he's like, this shit, this stuff here is what you're saying." No, yeah. He's like, if you're talking about Wendy's and Wendy's will pop up on your Instagram and Facebook right when you start scrolling, like mid scroll, like, oh, okay. (laughs) And sometimes it's creepier when it reads your mind. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. like I'm thinking of like something, and then like I see it, and I'm like. 
Was that a coincidence? And like, my thing is, it's probably not even reading. Like, obviously, it's not reading your mind, but it's just like our habits and like interests are so fucking dialed in on this shit that mm-hmm. like that knows us. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, it knows us better than ourselves, damn near. Which is fucking creepy. It is creepy. It is creepy. Well, Nico, uh, we are at that point of the show. Um, before we go, I had a great time talking with you, oh, dude. It's, too, it's fucking fun. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've had a great time talking with all you guys, and I'm very excited for our last person, Jet the Third. Um, but yeah, before we go, please plug in everything that you need to plug in. Plug in the show that comes out in a couple weeks. Um, with you guys at Satellite, so the floor is yours, sir. Oh, man. Uh, so, Instagram, Twitter, literally everything, Spotify, Apple Music. It's Nico Crow, N-E-E-K-O-C-R-O-W-E. That's literally everything. I kept it simple. Uh, that's my birth name, too. It's okay. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, show, man. April 22nd, Satellite Bar, me, Mark Drew, Rocky Banks, Jet the Third. It's going to be fucking crazy. Like, I'm excited for that At show. least for what I have planned, like, I'm very excited, and I'm excited to see everybody else damn near more, just because like, I love Houston talent. So shout out to Russ for bringing us all together. To yeah, do shout out cool. to Russell. Shout out to Russell. Um, tickets are $10 pre-sale, uh, $15 at the door, you guys. I had this bet going on, and I, I, talked to, <laughs> I told Rocky this. For people that are listening to this podcast, if you, I will be at the show. So if you come up to me and find me at the show, Say that you listen to the podcast. I will buy you a shot. Oh, and this is not some. I don't want people just to come up and say I listen to your podcast because I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. <laughs> and if you could get if you get them right, I will buy you a shot. Let's go, everybody. So. Take this man up. Study, <laughs> listen to all four hours of content from because I will fucking like it'll be like more than four hours. But um, yeah, I, that's a bet because some people are like, "Oh, I listen to your show," and I'm like. Do you really? Do you, did you really? <laughs> did you really? So, yeah. So, like I said, if you listen to the podcast, you should go to the show. Look for me. Tell me you listen to it. I'll quiz you on it. Maybe like one or two questions. If you get them right, I'll buy you a shot. Let's go. So, April 22nd, guys. It's going crazy. It's going to be fun. Mark Tell Drew, me. Rocky Banks, Nico, and Jet the Third all on one stage. Come support your local Houston artist, man. It's a big, big, big opportunity for these guys i mean there's so many people in the city that don't know their music don't know them who they are but it's like come out to the show come support them like i said you might you might find your favorite artist of course and like i always say too is like i mean you never know who's gonna blow up you don't, you don't. this show you could have a show and fucking all four of you can fucking blow up and then years from now you know while you guys are either at the grammys or fucking on tour with like Tyler the Creator and Thundercat and fucking doing like all this shit you guys are gonna be like yeah I heard them on this podcast and I went <laughs> to their show and I saw them before they blew up so it's like this is your opportunity you That's never know who's bro. gonna blow up so I come support you, one like one out of the four of us you're gonna fuck with uh, I don't know who the fuck is gonna cause we're all like different enough to where mm-hmm. like we like feed different niches I feel like you're gonna fuck with one of us if you like rap. Yeah, or bare you're, minimum. Or bare I fuck minimum. With all of you, you know, I, I I fuck with all four of you guys, so I think it's great. Like I said, I like different sounds and stuff like that. So, but yes, again, thank you for coming on. Thank you. I really man. appreciate it. So, guys, um, come out to the show. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep saying it. Come support these guys. Come check out their music on Spotify. Um, you will if you follow the podcast plays, which I've been promoting a little bit more lately. You will find some of their music on there. So. Uh, Check it out. Check out the playlist. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. But after that, before that, uh, here is Jet.
All right, guys, we are here with our last guest of this episode. Uh, please give a round of applause to Jet the Third. Welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to Inside the Northside podcast. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, before we start the show, I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, shout out to Russell for putting this all together. Uh, without him, we wouldn't have uh, you or Mark or uh, Nico and uh, and Rocky on the show. And it's a great honor to have you guys on here and to get to know a little more about you and check out your music and stuff like that. So, you know, thank you. Thank, oh, thank all of you all for coming on. So it really means a lot. Yep. So, uh, Jet, um, you're a local native Houstonian, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what part of Houston did you grow up in? Um, so I grew up in, I said like the Cypress area. Okay, Cypress area. Okay, cool. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you went to school up there too as well. Yeah. Uh, what school? Did, what high school did you go to? I went to Langham Creek. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I I went to high school up there as well. Uh, I went to Cypress Ridge. It, not a lot of people. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, okay. yeah. The school that's right across the street from uh, from Traders Village. Yeah, kind of looks like a prison. So <laughs> that's why I tell people they're like, "What school did you go to?" It's like, "Oh, you know where Traders Village is, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's like that one school." And I was like, "Oh, I thought that was like a a prison or something." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> felt like that sometimes." Yeah. So, Jet, growing up, what who were your musical uh, inspirations and uh, and stuff like that growing up? Um, so I. My musical inspirations were like, I guess, who my mom played in the house when my parents played in the house mostly. So, like uh, Michael Jackson, um, Sade, uh, who else? Outcast. My dad played Outcast a lot. Um, yeah, I say those were the main artists that my parents uh, played. Oh, and uh, Alanis Morissette. My mom used to jam. Used to jam her too. So all right. So, uh, you said Michael Jackson. Do you? What are your top five Michael Jackson songs? Oof, that's hard. But I do know my favorite uh, Michael Jackson song is called um, "Who Is It?" And I know my favorite Michael Jackson album is "Dangerous" because I used to listen to that as a kid, like over and over again. "Dangerous" is a really good album. Um. I was listening to this podcast. It's called the Throwback Podcast, and they kind of reviewed it in a way. So they reviewed it from each song and stuff like that. And I was listening to it, and I was like, wow, I forgot how how good Dangerous really is. I mean, with all these songs and the style that Michael was going towards with, like, Ted Riley and all that. Yeah. It was totally, like, or it was a new sound for him because he was trying to keep up with, like, everything in the 90s. So... It's right. kind of like it was a different Michael, so it was, it was pretty interesting. These guys, like how they broke down like each song and stuff like that. So, so when did you start your uh, your musical career? Mm, so I'm going on my fifth year. Um, yeah, so I started in 2017. Okay, okay. So pretty much all you guys started around, I guess, around the same time because Mark and Rocky and Nico were all like. 2014 to like 2016 2017 so that's pretty cool like all you guys kind of like started around the same time that's pretty dope yeah, that's cool. that's dope. so what made you want to 
start music, start a musical career? So um, I actually just wanted to get into production, but um, I actually tried like writing a song and it turned out to be like pretty successful. So um, so I've been writing music, but um, really um, what motivates me is like uh, the same feeling that I got from artists when I was younger, you know, like when artists make you feel like chills in the song or, you know, you just connect with an artist or connect with the music. Mm -hmm. I just want to provide that same feeling for, for people. So, yeah. What was the first song that you, uh, that you wrote that you were talking about right now? Um, The first song that I wrote was called energy. It was like, kind of like a more like, like neo soul vibe, but, um, People like I got a really good response. Like people were really feeling me. So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. dope. That's dope. I like I like Neil Soul. Neil Soul has a uh, has like a special special vibe to it. I th- I don't know who it is or what it is about the sound, but it's just it's so good. It's so good. You yeah. know, you could put it in a stereo system and just blast it, and just the musical sounds and everything. It's just it's it's so beautiful. I, I can't say enough about me, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I'm a musical, uh, I guess we can say junkie. So I like all kinds of music. I like hip hop. I like rap. I like R&B. I like gospel, like all kinds of stuff. So that's, that's what's really influenced me as a musician as well. Um, I used to be in rock bands and stuff like that, but um, it never really worked out because I feel like my style and like the, I guess the music that I wanted to put out really didn't match with everybody else. So it was kind of hard to find people to like vibe with you and, you know, like kind of see what you're coming at. You know, I'm pretty sure you've, you've dealt with people like that when you're like writing a song or coming up with something and you, the person doesn't really see eye to eye with you. Cause you're like, this is what I'm trying to go for. And they don't really see that. Yeah. I made a song about that experience. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called agony, but it's, it's about like the very thing you're talking about. Yeah, it, it's so it, it's what I was telling all these guys and, uh, you know, just like it's it was hard for me to find somebody for music. That's why I kind of I uh, gravitated towards podcasting because it's like, OK, well, I have the the uh, what's it called? The uh, not education, but I have the like the wanting and stuff to like put stuff out there. And it's like, yeah. I know it's not music, but um if it's something else, then I don't mind like putting out whatever, you know, I, I, I enjoy podcasting and it's, I've been doing it for about two and a half years. So, okay. and you know, I've, I've met a lot of great people along the way. I've met a lot of shitty people along the way, but you know, it's, I, it's the same thing when I was in music too. I met crazy people and I met great people. So it, it it's yeah. funny, like how music and how my musical, I guess, career and my, um, podcast career kind of you know collide and coincide with each other sometimes yeah so with your music um when like when you present your music to somebody do you ever get like a certain artist that people kind of compare you to or like your sound yeah they always say the weekend okay yeah because i was gonna tell you that too (laughs) like the couple like I listen I listen to all you guys. Everybody that's been on the podcast, I I for like the whole week and a half or two, I was listening to all y'all's music. So, mm-hmm. you know, because I wanted to get a vibe for what y'all you're saying and your music and stuff like that. Cause every each each and every one of you is different. So, you know, I want to kind of get a feel for that. 
but I did get that vibe, like that uh, that weekend kind of vibe, a little bit, which is really dope because you know a lot of people are trying to trying to I guess kind of get that sound too, but they're not very successful. But I feel like for you, it's very natural because yeah. just, that's just who you are, you know. Yeah, I feel like um, when people say that though, I feel like um, it's really it's more so Michael Jackson that they're that they're hearing and I think he's influenced by Michael Jackson heavily and I am too. So that's that's what I think it is. They always say the weekend, but I'm like mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I can a lot of people say that too. It's like, you know, the weekend is trying to sound like Michael Jackson. So whenever they're saying you sound like the weekend, it's like I guess originally you were like you sound like Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mike it's so funny like how Michael has that huge, huge impact in like and like everything, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, it's, it's it's always somebody's always impacted by Michael Jackson, different genres, you know, and stuff like that. It's so crazy how even though he's not here anymore, his music will stand the test of time and how many people have been inspired and in starting their musical career because of him. So it's, it's really oh. interesting. So yeah, it is. it's like it's like the Beatles in a way, too. You know, like mm-hmm. you can always compare him and the Beatles, I guess, in a, in a different um, I guess in difference. <laughs> um, so how were you affected by the, uh, by the pandemic? Cause I know for a lot of musical artists that I know of, it was really, really difficult because you guys couldn't do shows. So were around that time, were you like doing shows and stuff like that? Or was it just, what was your situation going on at that time? Um, so around that time, um, I guess I just got a lot of time to create. So that was really good. Um, but at the same time, I think around that time I was actually going to start up like doing more shows and like, um, so that it messed that up. Definitely. Like, I feel like it messed up my, um, like my momentum. Yeah. Like it got slowed down by the pandemic, but at the same time, on the other side of things, I cr- had a lot of time to create. Like, I have so many songs now, so. Yeah. So it's kind of like a blessing in disguise, kind of, in yeah. a way, you know. Yeah. That's a, that. I, I, I get that a lot from a lot of my friends in the music scene. You know, it's just like, you know, we were doing shows and stuff like that. And then, like, when they had all this time to create stuff that they were kind of putting on the back burner. You know, they were able to, like I said, work on things and get things together. And then they have like all this music and they release and, you know, do shows and stuff like that. But I'm glad that, you know, the music scene is, is coming back again and people are starting to do shows and stuff like that. Because no music, you know, like no concerts and anything like that for like at least like a year and a half sucked a lot. Yeah. You know, especially with like when you go to shows and it's like it's very not very hard but it's like very i guess annoying because it's like i gotta i want to go to this show but i have to wear a mask you know and some (laughs) people weren't vaccinated and stuff like that like i wanted to see a certain group but they were like you have to be like vaccinated and i was like well i'm not vaccinated so i was like it sucks but you know other than that it's like i'm like i said i'm happy music is back and i'm happy that all my all you guys are be able to to do shows and stuff like that as well so yep so, so I saw that you were at South by Southwest, right? Or was that something else? Mm-hmm. How was that? How was that experience for you? Um, it was great. Like, um, 
it was great because it's been a it's been a while, you know. So um, it was good, like networking and getting on a few stages. Like I was, you know, it was exciting. Was that your first time at South by Southwest, or? No, I went back in uh, 2018. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that's cool. I liked. Uh, I'm usually a fan of South by Southwest. I haven't been in a. I think it's been like 2018, maybe 2018. It's been a while. It's just. Um, I don't know. As. I guess it's just like the hassle of like I want to be there the whole week and I want to check out all these bands and you know it's it, it's all around the city so it's like you can't you can't pinpoint where you want to go it's just so much and, and stuff like that so it's like i'm just gonna just you know <laughs> it's overwhelming yeah that's, that's the word overwhelming yeah you know and i've seen a lot of cool groups and and stuff like that so it's like maybe one of these days i'll go back but hopefully i get to go back as a podcaster because i know um South by Southwest is doing some stuff with like podcasting, so maybe I'll get to be a part of like all that too. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah that would be dope. So, um, so the new music that you're working on, um, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, what inspired you with this project? Like, what were you going through? Like, what was your mindset at this time? Um, what I'm working on now is the um, the third volume of R and R. Cause I've dropped R and R Volume One and Volume Two, so yeah, it'll just be another um, EP with three songs, and basically the songs are just supposed to, I guess, show my um, just show my range, I guess you could say. Okay. Um. Yeah, cause I feel like I don't kind of stick with the same style of songs on either of the volumes, so you know, and you know. R and R stands for rare and ready. So I guess it's it's more so of me just like showing my talent. You know, it's like an introduction, I guess. Okay. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Um right now in the state of music, who is your favorite artist that you like listening to? Right now, uh, Baby King. Baby King. Okay. Yeah. What what's your favorite I Baby King song? Oh shit! Oh, is it the one that's like everyone's talking about, where it's like top of the morning, top, of the... <laughs> or is it something no. else? No, <laughs> uh, uh-uh, it's not that one. It's just what I like about him is like he's he's different. You know, like the songs don't sound exactly the same, and he does like different styles. So I like to like listen to his whole like his whole project all the way through. You know, I it's probably because like Kendrick is kind of like helping him out, and Kendrick is very different. He's not really like. Yeah. Um, radio, I guess. Uh, what's that? What What's the word I'm trying to say? He's not trying to make music for the radio, I guess. Right. Like, from him, from his standpoint. But I guess since he's helping out family, he's kind of like giving him like the uh, the pointers, like, "Hey, check this out. Try this. Try that. You should try to do this. Don't worry about getting on the radio. Just worry about you know your music popping up other places." Because to me, to be honest, radio's dead, and yeah. I feel like. Like streaming services like Pandora, um, Spotify, Apple Music are what really are thriving for artists because, you know, it. We we guys we won't be able to hear you guys on the radio because the radio station is not going to play that. But, you know, what's great about playlist is like a lot of people will start putting like certain like I like local artists and I do try to put a lot of local artists in my playlist. 
So I have this playlist for the podcast that's exclusively on Spotify. It's called What Are uh, Inside the Northside Podcast Presents or Playlist. Or, uh, what are you listening to? Which is also a segment on the podcast. And what I like to do is I always invite uh, my uh, guests to follow the podcast, follow the podcast playlist. Excuse me, I'm sorry. And, um, you know, just add music. Like, what do you vibe into that week? Or, uh, hey, check out this song. You know, I think some people might like this song. And usually it's just me, like, posting stuff. But I do have other people that, you know, that post things and stuff like that. But um, that's, I feel like that's a good platform for for local artists that I like to get their music out there. Because, you know, you never know who could be listening to that playlist. So Right. Right. Uh, so how excited are you for uh, for the show that's coming up in a couple of weeks? Man, I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm thinking about um, performing a few unreleased songs, too. So. Oh, dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Um, so have you met any of the guys beforehand, like before the show? I mean, like, have y'all like met, you know, in other places? Um, no, we pretty much all met. We had like a photo shoot, um, like about a week ago. Just, yeah, so we could meet too. So yeah, that was my first time meeting everyone. Okay, that's cool. Um, so some unreleased songs, that's, that's going to be really good. So I'm, I'm ex- like I said, like I told all the guys, I was like, I'm very excited for this, for this show. Cause it's like, one, it's close to me. Cause I don't live that far from satellite. And, but two, it's like, I haven't been to many. I guess we can label it hip hop shows, I guess. Um, so it's really cool to go to one and it's local artists and it's people who I'm interviewing. So it's, it's a, that's a win, win, win for me. So it's like, I'm very excited for it. Cause you know, like I said, I like music and stuff like that. So, and I'm very, um, I guess what's the word? Uh, I just like, like I said, I've been listening to you guys. So it's like to see y'all perform. It's like it's awesome. So, uh, so what was I gonna say? So okay, let's let's do a couple of segments. I have two segments. So I know we have one called uh, it's called unpopular opinions, and uh, a lot of the people get a kick mm-hmm. out of this little sound. So uh, here it goes: unpopular opinions, guys. Unpopular opinions. <laughs> You get a kick out of that sound. I don't know why they do, but it was just something I threw up. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I was like, whatever, I'll add it. Anyways, um, Jet, since you are a special guest, do you have any unpopular opinions? Like, it could be about music, could be about food, could be about certain things, Whataburger, anything? What do you got? Okay, I'll uh, see. Okay, here we go. So I have, I have three here, but I'm going to tell you... Um, Okay, I'm going to do all of them. All right, so the first one, okay. I don't know if this is considered an unpopular opinion. Okay, I, I think it is, though. Okay, so you know how people are, like, fans of a team, like somebody is, like, a fan of the Houston Rockets? Mm-hmm. No matter who's on the roster, like, they're just diehard fans of the team itself. I don't I don't understand that. I, I, don't, I don't see the – 
I don't see the point. I, like, I don't see the connection there. I don't understand that. Hmm, ex- explain that a little bit for people that... Like, you know, like, okay. Like, for example, like Kobe Bryant, right? Okay. I was a fan of the Lakers. Like, I was a diehard Lakers fan because I was a Kobe fan. And when Kobe was not playing for the Lakers anymore, then I was not really a fan of the Lakers anymore. But, you know, there are some people that no matter, like, who's on the roster, they're, like, diehard Laker fans. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And it doesn't have to be because they they live in the city or anything. They're just diehard fans for the team, like. Okay, yeah. I guess you can say I guess I'm in that category because like yeah. I'm a diehard Astros fan, and um, no matter who's on the team, I still root for them. Even though like my favorite players have gone and you know to other teams and stuff like that, I still support the team no matter what. But I I guess I'm not like you know how like people I guess you're saying like how people are like LeBron fans, and since like he's on the Lakers, everyone's a Lakers fan, and when when he leaves, it's kind of like, well, we're not Lakers fans anymore. We're so another fans. Well, see, I under see, I understand those people. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the people that, <laughs> that are just like diehard fans. Like no matter what, no matter what, so like like Cleveland Brown fans. It's like their their team sucks, but they're fans uh-huh. no matter what. So yeah, yeah, basically, I, I think it's just. I don't know. I personally, me, I think it's because they have like this connection with the team, regardless of like where they're from and you know what part of the city. I think they like they have a special bond with teams and and stuff like that. So, regardless of who's on the team, regardless if they're gone, how many owners they go through, and this and that, they're still diehard no matter what. So I, I'm, I'm kind of in that category. So. Hey, that's, see, that's why it's an um, it's an unpopular opinion. See, I'm yeah. the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, uh, go ahead and do your uh, your next unpopular opinion. Oh God. Um, I'm not gonna. Okay, I'm not gonna. You can be as <laughs> controversial as you controversial as you want. It, it's being <laughs> from Houston. Like, shame on me. But okay. I feel like space travel, like going to space, is it's just it's is, not for us. Is like, that it? <laughs> nah, I feel like we got enough right here on Earth that we need to deal with. I feel like space travel ain't for us. <laughs> I think I agree with you. I I think those past years that NASA went up to space and did studies and went to the moon and yada yada. I really think it's like, what are we wasting all these millions and millions of dollars for? It's like, we don't even go to the moon. It's like, you know, we don't even go like every year. We just go like every. So it's like space. I I see what you're saying. Like space travel. It's like, what's the point of it anymore? It's like, it's not betting. I mean, benefiting us in a way because it's like we're not getting new resources to use on Earth. It's just like we go up into space and then dudes stay up there for like years and then the, and it's like what's the point where it's spending taxpayers dollars just for these people to chill out in space so i see what you mean I, I i totally agree with you like even though it's a part of our our city and our culture and everything like that just stop going to space stop, don't waste my money on people to go to space for no reason 
I get that. I get that. Um, dang, let me let me throw one out there just to kind of like balance this in the mix. So I said this the other in the other conversation I had, and I don't know if this uh, this will reflect to you, but I think AirPods look really really dumb. And like I said, I don't mean to like reflect on on you. Like if you have AirPods, but. And anybody else that has AirPods, I just think personally the design looks really, really silly and really, really dumb. How should it look? <laughs> I mean, okay, so I have I have wireless earbuds, and they kind of look like like they fit around your ear, but you can't really see them. So, oh, really? yeah, and um, I don't have them with me. I wish I could show you them. But um, they're like skull candy ones and stuff like that. So they're, they're the little black ones like that, and they fit in your ear, and like you can't really see them. I have big ears, so it's like, of course, you're never gonna see them. Um, but I think just AirPods look really—they look like uh, they look like Q-tips. There's like Q-tips hanging on your ear. Hanging out your ear. It's like, hey, dude, you, you forgot to like take out the Q-tip Q-tip out of your ear, you know? And it just. I just think they look silly, and I think they're very expensive for what they are. I feel like, I feel like you can get a very reasonable uh, set of headphones for way cheaper, you know. So that's just that's just my unpopular opinion. I because I, I, like I said, I have different headphones, and I like using those. And I've had friends who've had um, AirPods and stuff like that, and they lose one, and it's just like, oh well. There goes. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, your next unpopular opinion. What you got? What you got? Um, I don't know if this is considered. Okay, here we go. I think that small talk is is not really necessary. Hmm. It's not super necessary because. Because some of it, well, a good, a great deal of it, I feel is like it's not genuine, anyway. So. Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. Okay. I see you. Um. I think I will have to disagree with you on that. I don't mind small talk. I actually kind of. I prefer it sometimes, and I don't. I don't mean in like. Small talk where it's just like one worded. I guess conversations, but mm-hmm. if it's like you're, I guess you're trying to get a point across. So it's like, hey, look, this is this is this is this is this is blah 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 whatever. And I consider that like small talk instead of having these long and st- stretched out conversations when you could kind of compact that in like three sentences, <laughs> you know? And oh, stuff yeah. like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that that type of small talk. I guess I'm talking about like the. Like hey, how's uh, it going? Hey, good morning. Hey, this is yeah. that. like the like the casual like BS yeah. you get every day. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You know, it's I like I said. I, sometimes I I don't mind it, but sometimes it's like please don't talk to me. I don't even want to just it's like hey, that's it. Good morning. That's it. You know. <laughs> I get that. Um, let me throw out another unpopular opinion. Oh dang! What can I say? Okay, this is my unpopular opinion. I think Church's chicken is disgusting. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't. I don't know if I can agree okay. with that one. <laughs> I'll give you my. I will give you my reason why I think Church's wow. chicken is disgusting. So and I'm just, just the chicken. I'm not saying all the other sides, and I'm just saying the chicken. Okay. The chicken is too goddamn greasy for me. I knew you were gonna say that. Too greasy. It is. It is. So I grew up eating Church's chicken, you know, and oh. stuff like that, because it, and you know, I didn't mind it. But when I got older, I'm like, why is this thing so damn greasy? And it's like the whole thing's like clear as hell, and sometimes like that, and it's like, nah, it ain't for yeah. me. So, um. I don't. Sometimes I do prefer Popeyes, but even in Popeyes, it's just like it's too much. But um, I guess I'll have to go with like I think KFC is a little bit better. But like I said, I I think I just like I said that's my unpopular opinion. I think Church's chicken is just it's not it. I like the biscuits. The biscuits are good, and Ooh. the crunchy the crinkle fries are good as hell too. Just that chicken, it's gotta go. It's gotta go. <laughs> I can understand that one. I can, I actually really can understand that because it is, it is like they get excessive with the grease sometimes. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, is this, a, is this unnecessary? This is unnecessary. Why is there so much grease in my damn chicken? This could probably, you could probably drain out that whole grease in the chicken and then fry like 10 other batches of chicken. For real, though. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh man, but shout out to Church of Chicken. I mean, yeah. I, I ate it with growing up, so I don't eat it that much anymore. My my girlfriend does, and she swears up and down by it. She's like, "This is the best chicken. You're crazy as hell." And I was like, "I'm not crazy. I just don't want to eat grease." <laughs> yeah, I yeah. So, uh, let me throw out another one. Ah, oh, damn. Hmm, what can I say that might be kind of controversial? I think ranch is disgusting. Now, are you saying ranch is disgusting, like, overall? Or is it just disgusting with, like, certain foods? Overall. Huh, that's interesting. Okay, okay. Okay, I see. I, I get you. I get what you mean. Now, I like ranch, but I don't like it when people are like, oh, you're going to eat it with pizza or you're going to eat it with wings. Oh that's God. That's just, that's fucking gross to me. I will eat ranch with a salad because that's what it's for. But to eat it with a pizza and some fucking... We- no, bro, you tweaking. You're tweaking with that shit. <laughs> but, like I said, I do like ranch. But I can uh, I can see what you're, what you're saying. I can't agree with you. I can't agree with you. Uh, damn, I had said something to the other guys... And I don't know if they agreed with it. I can't remember. Thing. Well, here's one that I guess everybody will, I guess, kind of, they get tired of it. But I think Android is way better than, than Apple. You know, <clears throat> I'm undecided. Like, I, I mean, I have Apple because... <laughs> I mean, I got a. I once I had an iPhone, then I just never left having an iPhone. You know, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But um, I'm sure they both have advantages. You know. Yeah, but they I do. I wouldn't say that one is better than the other. I wouldn't say that. Well, for me personally, since I'm an, I have an I have an Android phone, um, mm-hmm. I liked Android because before you could extend your storage so you can put in like a micro sd card and like have more storage than what the phone will will give you 
with mm-hmm. Apple, it's like you have to like pay for it, and it's like mm-hmm. monthly, and it's like, and now they're doing like this whole cloud system, and it's like, no, I, I'm confused by the cloud. I don't even use the cloud on my MacBook. I'm just like I back up everything like a like a old person does. Um, but with the, with an Android phone, I don't have to like you know if I I want to delete something, I can't. If I want to extend my storage i can use a sd card but i mean they don't have those sd cards anymore which sucks because a lot of people want that but that's that's my reason why because like i have tons of music i i can't deal with this 84 gigabyte or 128 gigabyte i need like i need maybe like a terabyte (laughs) (laughs) you know because it's like music and photos and and stuff like that you know i got a lot of stuff with the podcast so i try to like do everything on my phone but that's my reason why i i like android better than iphone and just i don't i think apple is tricky it confuses me a lot even though people say that apple's very easy to use i think it's very it's very hard to use in a way it's like a, a once i got into the apple groove then i was just in the groove you know and you know so and two, I mean, some apps you have to pay for them. Yeah. With Android, it's kind of like you just click and it's free. <laughs> some of them are, not all of them, but that's another thing too. It's like, you know, if you want to like get certain apps, you have to pay for them on on Apple. But with Android or Google, it's free. So that's mm-hmm. another reason why. Uh, do you have any more unpopular opinions? If we, if you have one or not? um, no, I just had those three. Okay. 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 Let me see if I can come up with one more to kind of wrap this up in a bow, and then we'll go into our next segment. Uh, damn. What is a good one? Okay. Well, since we were talking about Michael Jackson, I don't think Michael did it. Man. <clears throat> well, I was just, I just had a debate with my brother about this like a few months ago because. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like back and forth about that, like for real. But um, now I don't know where I'm at. I okay. My argument used to just be that okay, like he's Michael Jackson. He's like super different already. Like he's different from like everybody down there, right? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like if you just keep that in consideration, like if you just keep that in your mind. When when you're um you know when they're talking about all the little clues and things that they were looking for, if you just keep that in your in your mind, then you will understand. I mean, it will make a lot of sense as to why he did the things that he did because he's he's not normal already. Like mm-hmm. he's not normal. Like nothing that he did was normal. So, um, so I don't know. But at the same time, I. But at the same time, there's a lot of plausible evidence that kind of like points to, it and it's like, you, you know, for me, I just it, to put all this into, I guess, in a, in a one thing, like you said, Michael already wasn't normal. I mean, the man was fucking touring and stuff like that when he was like nine, ten years old, you know, and his his dad had him on a pretty short leash, and he would you know, do all these things to them and stuff like that. So already that kind of messed with his psyche, you know, and to be that kind of person, that overachiever that has to kind of like outdo everything he does, that kind of, he spends time away from a lot of people his age. And, you know, know, growing up and touring all that, he never really got to spend time being a child. He was already 
and pretty much an adult in a child's body. He was constantly touring. He was constantly recording. He was constantly doing this and doing that. So Michael really didn't have a childhood. So I think when he got to be a grown ass man, you know, and have all this money and all this free time to do everything, I guess. I think it's just really like his mental health wasn't all there. I don't think Michael yep. was all there at a point, at some times. So, yep. and you know, even though one of the greatest fucking people, one of the greatest musicians on earth and everything, I just think, I, I think what we know now more about mental health really could have helped him 20, 30 years ago. I think, you know, and just, I guess I don't think he did it. I mean, I, I think I feel like a lot of these families and these parents kind of like see the situation like, oh, it's Michael Jackson. He's he's worth millions and millions of dollars. Let's see if we can try to, you know, scam our way into getting that money. And I feel like some of the families did. But I don't I don't like I said, I don't think he did that. I just don't, you know, and it sucks because there's documentaries and evidence that like, like, you know, well, there's this. But it's like, I don't I don't know. It's really hard to, you know, to believe it sometimes. Yep. So, all right. Well, let's get into our our next segment, which is called. Let me find it. It's called. Uh, what are you listening to? So, <laughs> so pretty much, it's called. What are you listening to? So, Jet, um, what have you been listening to? Uh, it could be music, could be podcasts, could be um, anything. So, what have you been listening to lately? Okay, so lately, I'm just going to go to my recently added in my library. So, um, Kanye West, um, and I listened to his album in, in you know, in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, Don Tolliver. Another Houston uh, rapper. Yep. Um, Baby King, like I said earlier, I can just run through that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim's, yes. Um, like her last project, I yes, I love that, and the one before that too. Mm-hmm. And then James Blake, the last piece of work he put out, I listen to that often. So those five artists, that's what I have in rotation okay, for the most okay. part. Days. So, so I'm I'm pretty like you said, Kanye. So did you like Donda? Do you think Donda's better than than Drake's certified lover boy or whatever? Yes. <laughs> what were your favorite songs on Donda? What? Um, let's have a look. Okay. Um, because again, with Donda, it's like an experience. Like I like to mm-hmm. enjoy like the whole the whole album. Um, so you're like uh, those certain groups of people where they like they listen to the album front to back one to number 37 or whatever to get that experience right i'm gonna be real um i have like a favorite like seven or eight songs off from donda and i just listen to those okay okay yeah i I do that too sometimes my favorite one is between um It's between Moon and, no, that's not the one. Oh, I think it's Jesus, Lord. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I but yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy the whole um like pretty much the whole album all the way through. Yeah, the album was really good. It was it, uh I think I was talking to Mark about it. We talked about Donda. It was it was more like an experience. It was like yes. an event. Like the album was like it's not like a regular album you just put in. Like the, the, the whole thing surrounding the album was just like this huge event and it just every song kind of like brought that out like you have to like listen to this like in a stadium somewhere <laughs> and just yeah. enjoy it i think that's why he did like these stadium uh listening parties because it's like i think that's the only way you can listen to the album right so i i like kanye kanye i think kanye's he's another music person who's misunderstood and kind of doesn't understand what he's going through i mean like uh, like we talked about the uh, the Kanye West thing that's on Netflix. That was really a great series. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see like like behind the scenes and like what happened in his life and just what he's going through at this moment. I like I feel like he's just misunderstood and just just like with like I said with Michael, like the whole mental health thing. I feel like more people I should try to help him out a little bit more because it's like he kind of went overboard when his mom died and i feel like his mom was like the anchor that kind of held him like down and when he lost that it just was like all over the place yeah i feel like he's misunderstood i feel like um and he may have some mental health things but i think too some things that he says are not (laughs) are not crazy like what you know what i'm saying Oh man! <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, I don't know cool. if I can get myself in trouble, but I'm just saying. Like, I, I'm just gonna say. Like, I just know some things that he says. Um, people will try to make it seem like they're extreme and crazy, and you know how headlines like to just take a piece and mm-hmm. twist it around. And you know, man, I hate that they do that. It's so mean. That's, that's their job. They gotta, you know, they gotta get people to read the article, and they gotta get so many. You know, it 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 really does suck. Because, like I said, Kanye's. I don't know him personally, but he he seems like he's a good guy, and it's like, like you said, he's misunderstood. And he says a lot of things that people deem crazy, but actually do make sense. Yeah, they make they make sense. They make sense. Some of the things they do make sense. Yeah. Just now let me ask you this, because I had kind of presented this to I think Mark. I said, since Kanye's mom passed, you know, we got My Dark Twisted Fantasy, we got Jesus, we got Life of Pablo, we got um, 808 and Heartbreaks. Do you think that if his mom was still alive, you think that those albums would be, you know, like he would have put that kind of music out or you think it would have been something different? No, it would have been different. You think it would have been totally different? Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see maybe we would have got something like silhouetted. I guess like in an alternate universe, it would have been like, like this is this version of eight hundred eight, but it's like totally different, or it's like a different name or whatever. So, I like to present like things like that. Like, what do you think? Like, I also told them too, like the whole Will Smith and Chris Rock, you know, controversy. I told them I was like, do you think that um, like all this hype would be the same if Jada would have went up there and slapped Chris instead of Will. No, 
No, you don't think it would be like this hyped up like it is now? Mm-mm. Like I told the guys, I think that if she would have done that, I think a lot of people would have spinned it and would have made it like a female empowerment move, I guess. Kind of yep. like, you know, yep. like, oh, he, he's talking shit about me and kind of like pimp slap him, yeah. you know, this and that. But we got <laughs> we ended up getting this and, you know, I I get where Will Smith is coming from. That's another person that's dealing with a lot of shit that's going on and what i think what he did i get what he was trying to do but maybe he should have done it in a smarter way instead of like embarrass himself like you know on national television ton of millions of people but i guess you got to do what you got to do sometimes and you know whatever the outcome is you have to be prepared for for that and i don't think he was prepared for that i think his mind was just like just go do it and then he didn't and think about like oh crap like and now everything's kind of like messing up for him and stuff like that but and then chris too i mean just it, it's so much like about that situation like i don't i don't hate one person and you know support the other i like both i like chris rock and i like will smith but i just think will smith has just been going through a lot and i mean it's kind of his fault too cuz it's like he puts up with it when he shouldn't but then again it's like I guess he likes it. I don't know. He I, likes being. I feel it. like uh, I don't. I don't know enough about. Um, <laughs> it's not like I know Kanye or, or anything, but I just feel like um, I have insight on like Kanye's whole situation a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, I just feel like I have no idea. I could tell there's something there that's like deeper, but. I can't, I have no, I have no idea. I don't know what could have been going through his mind during that time, but I just feel like it's deep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sucks. And then it's like you said, like I said, you embarrass yourself in front of everybody and, you know, it's kind of like you're trying to stand up for, for your, for your wife and then it kind of like makes you look stupid and then you're just like. Put your hand on your balls and you're just like, oh, crap, what did I do? <laughs> and with the whole Kanye situation, too, I just, that really sucks for him because it's like he loves Kim and then she's doing this and, you know, and it's just like, I was like, I don't really think you should be fucking with him like that. I mean, the guy's not all there in his head and now you got, you're fucking with this dude and like just this whole tension with it. it, it it's like throwing fuel on the fire and just making it worse for him than, you know, I think for her. So, but I mean, I don't know, you know, yeah. who, knows? who knows? So Jet, uh, before we uh, wrap this up, um, tell us where we can find you on social media. On, if you're on YouTube, um, sh- Tell our, our guests where they can find you, like your social media and all that stuff. So you can find me at Jet the Third underscore on all social media. And yeah, and I'm and my music is on all streaming platforms. Okay, okay. So what what does Jet the Third mean? Is that uh like what is that? I I, I should have asked you in the beginning, but like uh tell me a little bit about your the name, Jet the Third. Is it like a special meaning behind it? Well, first, um, I just love the number three for like many reasons. I'm gonna write them all down one day. But <laughs> num- uh, the number three is my favorite number, and then Jet is my name, my initials. My name is Joycelyn Yvette Taylor. So, oh, 
Okay. That's what that comes to. It makes sense now. (laughs) Okay, so you guys heard it here. You can find her music on all streaming platforms. You can find her music video that she has out on YouTube. Um, You know, go ahead and follow her on Instagram. Give her a like. Give her a subscribe. Um, And um, the show. uh, Talk about the show. I'm sorry about that. Uh, April 22nd, right? At Satellite Bar? Yep. You can find her and Mark and Rocky and Nico, all of them performing on the stage at Satellite. Tickets are $10 right now for pre-sale, uh, $15 at the door. If you guys get there early, you know, try to see if you can chat it up with these guys. You know, if I have this bet going on. So um, the bet is that, because I'm going to be there at the show, if, uh, if anybody comes up to me, and says that they listen to the podcast, and I'll give them a couple of like questions to see if they really did listen to it. If they really did listen to the podcast, I will buy them a shot. Oh snap! Yeah, I will buy them a shot. So you hear, you heard it here, and I think I said it before with the other guys. Then if you come up to me and find me, which it's not that hard to recognize me, you can just—I'll be like maybe the only big Hispanic guy with long hair <laughs> at the show. Um, but if you come up to me. And, you know, tell me that you listen to it. And if I, you answer those questions, I'll buy you a shot. So, got to up the ante a little bit. Got to up the ante, you know. Some oh. people are like, I listen to your show. I was like, oh, really? Then tell me what <laughs> what was I talking about. And then somehow they get it right. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you know I was talking about that? Anyways, but so just to raise the stakes a little bit, you know. Um, but, you know, even if you don't listen to the episode or it's just that at least come out and support these local musicians out here, you know, as a community, you know, especially in, in kind of like in the South side, I guess, in a way, you know, come and support your local artists. Everybody around the city, come support your local artists. Even people that don't live in Houston support these artists. Cause it's like, this is their dream. This is what they want to do with their lives. And it's like, we all, we all have something that's, that's like that towards us. So, um, just support them. I'll support you guys. I love your y'all's music. Um, whenever y'all put something out, let me know because I will promote it on the podcast no matter what. So if it's like a new EP, if it's a new single, it's a new video, just shoot it to me and I will promote it and I will promote the fuck out of it. So it'll be heard throughout everybody. So I will do that for you guys because I, I I like y'all's music and I think that y'all are great. So. Appreciate it. All righty, guys. So, uh, Jet, thank you again for coming on the podcast. means a whole lot to me, you know. Uh, shout out to Russell for putting this all together. It, uh, You know, he is a MVP. He's like that meme with uh, with uh, Westbrook crying, you know. Not Westbrook. I'm bad. Durant. Oh, my God. I just embarrassed myself. I'm done. <laughs> He's like, you know, you're the true MVP, dude. You're the true MVP. So thank you guys for listening to Inside the Northside podcast. Like I said, check out all these artists. They're great. Check out their music. April 22nd at Satellite Bar. Um, If you need the address, you can hit me up or hit some of these artists up. And they'll send you the address. And they'll send you the link to where you can buy the tickets as well. But guys, buy the pre-sale tickets. Ten bucks. I mean, who doesn't have ten dollars now? I mean, shit. I have ten dollars, but I'm not gonna buy your tickets. 
All right, guys. That was Nico Crow and Jet the Third. Very gracious and very thankful of both of them to come on the podcast. It means a whole lot to me. All four of them, Mark, Rocky, it means, uh, it means a whole lot for you guys to come on and to just chop it up and just have a good time and just, you know, just uh, put your hair down and just, you know, enjoy yourself and just talk about yourself and shit like that. So um, thank you again for listening to the Inside the North Side podcast. Like I said, guys, you know, if you're in the Houston area, if you live in the South Side, if you live in the North Side, West Side, you know, if you live in Katy, if you live in Pearland, if you live in, you know, anywhere around the city and you like good music and you like local artists, I'm telling you guys, show up April 22nd, which is in two weeks at Satellite Bar, which is off of Harrisburg. So it's going to be a great show. Like I said, all four of them have a unique sound. And you, like I said, you never know. You might meet your favorite artist. You know, Mark might be your favorite artist. Mark Rocky might be your favorite artist. Or all four of them. Who knows? Um, shout out to Russell. I've shouted him out throughout the whole episode. Uh, but shout out to him. I mean, it means a lot. Thank you for reaching out to me and for giving me this opportunity to interview these these great local artists and these great people, uh, to be more exact. Um, like I said, guys, I have a, I have a bet going on, so... If you find me at Satellite Bar uh, on the 22nd, which is a Friday, and you mention to me, hey, I listened to your episode, um, and blah, 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 I'll quiz you, I'll give you like a quiz or two and stuff like that, and if you both get them correct, then um, I'll buy you a shot. So that is the bet that's going on, so if you want to get a free shot or whatnot at Satellite Bar, listen to the episode. Come find me and whatnot. You'll 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 find me. If you don't know what I look like, you you'll you'll know. So I'll have like a badge or something that has my logo or whatever. Anyways. Anyways. Um this has been the episode. It means a whole lot for you guys to listen. I love having local artists on. Shout out to Mark, shout out to Rocky, shout out to Nico, and shout out to Jet, and shout out to Russell as well. I hope to see you guys April twenty second at Satellite Bar. Uh, God bless. Peace. Y'all have a good weekend. Have a good night. Have a good day. Have a good everything. And I'll see you guys next episode.